Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 5 of the Weeb Couch podcast. Very special episode today, very excited for two reasons. Um, as always, I'm Mason and as always joining me... KSI, what's up guys? <laughs> what's up guys? We've got a great episode today. <laughs> um, so yeah, today is our fifth episode, which means it's our first special episode of the podcast. We'll do this every five episodes where we'll go, we'll, uh, instead of covering a multitude of topics of what's been happening over the week, we'll be going in depth, uh, going in deep to one or two select topics each week. So if you have any suggestions about episode 10s, no, I know it's a while away, but you know, get in touch on Instagram, email us, leave a comment, whatever you want to do. So for this special episode, we have two things. Um... We've decided to go deep into a very well-known anime, manga, video game franchise that, yeah, it's, it's very well-known. If you don't know it for the actual thing, you'll know it from the memes. Um, <laughs> one of the most memed franchises ever. Um, and that franchise is, of course, the one, the only, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um... So, we're going to be talking about each different part, each different series of the JoJo anime. We won't be talking about the manga. One, because uh, neither of us have read all parts of the manga. I've read some and Dan's read some. Um, and two, because the story of the anime pretty much goes along with the manga. Uh, there's not really much deviation between the two, so you're not really messing out, missing out. Unlike some anime, which go way off the manga, JoJo's pretty much stays... For the moment. Tokyo Ghoul. So, yeah, there are currently five parts of the JoJo anime. There are eight parts of the manga. Um, part six, never. <laughs> no, skip. Just don't bother. Just do part seven. <laughs> part six is great. They're all great in their <laughs> own ways. Um, yeah. And we're, we're going to be talking about all five parts. We're also going to be talking about um, the OVA series for part three which actually came before the official anime. Uh, we'll be talking about the three video games that have come out around this franchise. Um, and that's that's going to be it for our JoJo segment. And then we're going to have a little bit of a shorter segment. Uh, we probably won't do this every special episode. We're going to have a little bit of a shorter segment on the Game Awards. <laughs> if you've been on any form of social media over the past few days, you know the Game Awards are blowing up for good and bad reasons. And we'll get into all of that. We'll have a discussion about that later on in the show. And, of course, we've got all your pop culture news coming your way. Um, there's a lot of that as well, not just because of the Game Awards. Um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a blockbuster week this week. So uh, we, we, better, we better dive straight in with uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 1 Phantom Blood. Um, it's not the best one. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll on. just get off that bat. Yeah. Every part is good. Yeah. And it's good as a starting point. Obviously, it has its faults. It's only what ten episodes, yet it yeah. feels like twenty. <laughs> it's just so draining because it's more talking than action. Mm -hmm. But you know, it stemmed a bunch of memes. It's a good place to start. And Jonathan's just a just a little. You know, yeah, he's he's he's, he's so wholesome. Yeah, he's he's so, so wholesome. Yeah, 
And, and Eren is like a great waifu as well. Course, She's yeah. perfect. There's not really any bad waifus in JoJo as well. Though. That's the thing. No, not no, not really. Um, so I should probably give a little yeah. bit of a backstory about JoJo's in general. JoJo's is a shonen slash seinen. Some parts are more seinen than shonen. Uh, anime and manga series focusing around uh, the different members of the Joestar family, which is a long lineage of people uh, that each one of them fights a different form of evil, usually in the form of a buff um, bisexual vampire. But we'll get to him shortly. Um, and mm-hmm. um, each part focuses on a different member of the Joestar family in a different point in time. So part one, Phantom Blood, focuses on Jonathan Joestar, who is the first sort of member of the Joestar family to get any sort of like powers or abilities. Um, and he's, he's the first, you know, sort of good guy, hero of the Joestar family. This is set in 19, in 18, 1860s or 70s England. So Victorian era England, uh, actually around Liverpool to be exact. And um, first, published in, first published in manga form in 1989. Uh, the manga art is not great, but I think what the anime called <laughs> David Productions, I think, I think they're off to a good start with this actually, with, with that, with, in terms of art style. Yeah, um, because it it's really stylized. Like I don't think. I'd yeah, ever, it's unique. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever seen an anime that looked like JoJo Part One and Part Two. Uh, they all they they have their own thing, really, and I really enjoy it. You know, Part Three sort of takes it a little bit too far with you know the buffness. Um, <laughs> I don't really like how the characters look in Part Three, but we'll get to that, of course. So, to bring a little bit of structure to these. Uh, reviews, discussions, whatever you want to call them. Um, We're going to be reeling off our favourite hero, uh, our favourite villain, and our favourite fight, so favourite plot points and and such from each part. Um, So, Mm -hmm. we'll start with heroes. Uh, I think my favourite good guy from this part is Robert Speedwagon. um, Who is sort of... um, He's the the comic relief sidekick, classic guy. Um... That Jonathan meets in a, in the London slums, uh, he fights with him a little bit. Uh, Speedwagon has an amazing hat that is like it's like a boomerang, but it's got knives on it. Very cool. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He like he like spins the hat round on his finger, and like the hat the hat bits fly off, and there's just blades underneath. And then yeah, and then he puts it on his head again, somehow not slicing off the top of his head. Yep. Yeah, he's just a really cool guy. He's a really cool guy. Um, he's best waifu. He is be- he's best girl, definitely. Yeah. His power is that he narrates everything that's happening just in case you missed it, just in case you're not watching yes. the show. <laughs> he narrates literally everything. Oh, as and don't happening. forget, his abs are so hot that they can melt ice. Oh. Don't forget yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very critical point in the plot that... <laughs> They do that. So it's very... Make sure you do not forget that he has very hot abs. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a euphemism, by the way. Yeah, no, literally hot. Um, <laughs> literally. They could probably burn you. Yep. And um, I I like the fact that Stroheim doesn't really have any power. Uh, Stroheim? We'll get to Stroheim. I mean Speedwagon. We'll get to Stroheim in a bit. I like the fact that Speedwagon doesn't really have any powers and he's sort of just there to learn from Jonathan because he sort of admires... Uh, how much of a gentleman, how much of a, a hero Jonathan is. Um, 
and I like that. He's a street brawler, you know, so he doesn't really need any powers. He's got the hand-to-hand combat type thing. And yeah, he's pretty, he's a good, he's a good character, you know? Mm. So what about you, Dan? Your yeah. favourite hero from part one? Um, I was going to, I was going to say Speedwagon as well, but to, but to change it up, make it different. I'm going to say, God damn, my guy, Dyer. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> if you didn't know, obviously you didn't, but I'm going to say it anyway to the audience. Dyer is the, uh, is a, is a old Hamon user who has the amazing technique called the Thundercross Split Attack. One it's of, the perfect yeah. attack mixed with attack and defense. It's perfect. What he does is he goes for a he goes for a dive kick, but as you're blocking it with your hands, he does the splits to open out your arms to a T-pose, and then he comes at you with a cross with his arms and then hits your head. It's... And he says this, no one has ever lived and seen and gone against his thunder crossbutt attack make sure you know that <laughs> even though the two times he does it in the anime the first time is against jonathan jonathan beats it yeah. <laughs> and just hits him away from it the second time is against dio and it leads to his death yep. <laughs> he killed he gets killed because of it yep. <laughs> so both times he's used it they failed miserably. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what he's on about. I think he's just picking it up for no apparent reason. But I love him because of that. He gets like minimal screen time. Yeah, he's very minor, then, but for, for the one bit. We're supposed to act as though. Yeah. We're, su- we're supposed to act as though his death is meaningful, even though we spent the entire series for like ten minutes on screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for that, he's my favorite one because it just he just gets shafted. Yeah. Yeah. Totally so, shafted. Uh, yeah, if you're watching part one, look out for those guys. Um, Speedwagon and Dyer. Look out, look out for Dyer. Look out for Dyer. Yeah. You probably won't see him until the end because he's barely in the show. Uh, but he's great. He's great for <laughs> the, the brief time he's in there. Yeah. Two scenes. <laughs> yeah, two scenes. Um, and in terms of villains, there's there's literally one villain in part one. No. The rest are throwaway no. throw <laughs> villains. I can't even remember the two na- the names of those two zombies that Dio resurrects. You've, you've got Bruford and uh, the fat one. Uh, the fat yeah, one. the big one. Yeah. The big one. Uh, but no, yeah. I, think, I think we both had Dio as our favourite villain. Probably, yeah. yeah. Dio... Yeah will become the main villain of sort of JoJo's as a whole. Um, yeah, everything's just because of Dio. Yeah. Um, Dio is... Well, uh, actually, one part is the opposite. That's very true. But we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. Um, Dio is a villainous bisexual vampire um, <laughs> who um, who can raise, raise zombies. He can turn people into zombies. Uh, and he can freeze people. And he can fly. And he can live forever. Uh, he's he's pretty he's pretty powerful really. <laughs> um, yeah. And why is this Mason? Um, because he puts on a stone mask that Jonathan's dad sort of just has in his house. It's never really explained how he gets the mask, um, why he has the mask or anything like that. But um, yeah, he puts the mask on and the mask turns him into a vampire. Um, pretty cool. Um. And uh, yeah, he has laser eyes. 
he has like I forgot about the laser eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Dio's AR, problems would have been solved. Yeah, Dio's problems would have been solved so much quicker if he actually used the goddamn laser eyes. <laughs> because they go through anything. They yeah. literally, you get he he does it, and you get to see like a big landscape shot, and they go through the entire house and like go off screen because of how long they are. Yeah. I don't know. Like they can go like probably across the entire world. We don't know, though, because he never fucking uses them. Such a good ability, and it's a shame that it's not used. Um, so, yeah, in Dio... part one isn't that good. <laughs> Dio, <laughs> um, Dio... Dio in part one, there's not really much to say about him, so we'll we'll move on. Um, he's just flamboyant. He's yeah, fun, he's... though. He, I like him as well. He's fun. He's yeah, flamboyant. He's he knows it. One. He's probably my favourite part of part one. I think. Bro, yeah. I, I, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and, our, and my favourite fight from part one is, uh, um, has got to be um, Jonathan versus Speedwagon just because of the oh, the, the meme potential of it with Speedwagon with his little knife hat and Jonathan catches the hat between his hands. And Even Speed... though it would have lacerated his guts. Yeah, Speedwagon's like, Speedwagon's like, God, he should have had his hands cut open or something. And Jonathan's like, no, I'm just too strong. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all go to go after him, but then after Speedwagon realizes, he goes, "Oh, I won't let any of you <laughs> lay your hands lay on, this on this upstanding gent." Gen- yeah, on this gentleman. Uh, oh, what a God. funny fight! I, I just like it because it's funny. Um, yeah, what about you? Tim? Yeah, just last like ten, that's like that's like, that's like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? God, it was just you know, part one isn't the strongest part, but you know. It's a good start, I guess. You know. Yeah, it, that's all it is—a foundation. So, moving on. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably gonna take a little bit of a backseat on this one because part two, yeah. battle tendency, is my personal least favorite part of the of the five we'll be talking about. So, you know. Yeah. I I, st- I, I still like parts of it. Um, in terms of hero, my favorite hero would probably be lisa lisa um just because oh yeah good milf yeah good good milf and also um she's just op like i think they do <laughs> i think they do her dirty in the show really because she she doesn't really get that many fights and the fight she does get with cars who's the main villain she just gets <laughs> she gets she beamed. gets eviscerated because you know no one could really stand to cars anyway but i, I think yeah. against literally any other villain in part two she would have won <laughs> well she did she literally went against the um this one guy and she just beamed him with a sort uh with the goddamn scarf yeah yeah and it was yeah, an instant she, there she, she, she's yeah. um she's super cool uh obviously yeah like we said good yeah. enough she's a she's just she's a great hamon master we didn't really explain it but hamon is sort of like a magic breathing technique that they use to kill vampires and other evil supernatural entities so you just, just vampires yeah you mainly just vampires yeah but you get like uh the pillar men in part two who are like sort of vampires but not they're like aztec they admit, people they're aztec people that live for hundreds of years that made the stone mask that was used on dio yeah to feed on the vampires because that's how that's how they eat yeah but they don't have to eat for like a while yeah they're sort of just vampires but better yeah. really um, Pretty much because they can contort their skin movement like yes. lightning speed and have horns. Yeah, don't know why, but they, they have, have horns. Have horns. <laughs> um, 
yeah, Lisa Lisa, very cool. I just like the stereotypical cool character in this arc. She wears sunglasses for most of it, and it's just really cool to see. Explains why I like, explains why I like Jotaro so much. <laughs> yeah, I love Jotaro. We'll get to Jotaro. <laughs> um, yeah, Dan, favourite hero, let's hear it. Favourite hero? Um, you probably know what I'm going to say here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's gotta be goddamn Caesars and Pelly, the flamboyant Noah. Yeah, I love him. He's the goddamn womanizer. He knows how sick and cool he is. Yeah, and stereotypical. I know you may find it funny. Guy. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, and I will say this: as much as part one, I didn't like it as much. Yeah. With Caesars, with with Caesars passing, it. God damn, shed yeah. a tear. Yeah, I was, I, it yeah. was sad. It's sad. Really, Caesar's Apelli's death is probably the most well-known anime death apart from um, Piccolo shooting both Raditz and Goku. I think that's probably oh, yeah. the most well-known death in all of anime. Um, it's like aside, God, aside like, from another JoJo death, which is in part five, which we we'll, which we will definitely talk about. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I, I get I get why people like Caesar. I personally don't. He's funny. I, he's yeah, because he's, oh, he the first time you see him. Yeah, I just think he's a little the, bit too the, much, personally. Yeah, no, that's that's why I love him. Yeah. He's just too much. Yeah, I know, I get that. He's so extra, he goes to a chair, jumps 10 feet in the air just to sit in it. Yeah, yeah, he jumps 10 feet in the it's... air, and then when he comes down, uh... he's in a sitting position, and he just lands on the and chair. Then la- and then has one foot over his yeah. over his leg, uh, one leg over uh, the other one, and then Joe is just like, is this guy serious? Yeah, and Joseph um, um, Joseph uses his ham on powers to like uncook his spaghetti when they're in the restaurant. He like superheats the spaghetti so it goes really hard, and then he like flick like throws oh, yeah. it throws it at Caesar. Caesar catches it in between, which would have probably killed him. Yeah, no, it would have definitely killed him. He, he um, probably would have killed him. Caesar cat without even looking. May I add, Caesar catches it with um like in between the grooves in his fork, and just flicks it back and flicks it back at Joseph. <laughs> Joseph has to catch it in his wine glass. That that scene legitimately made me laugh. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, Caesar yeah. is so extra. It's yeah. And uh, yeah, I, yeah. I just I just love him. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's great. And then his, his, his bubble technique's pretty cool. Yeah, as well. it's, it's different. I like how different. Yeah, it is. exactly. Hamon. I like yeah. how different. It is. At least in part two, they have a little bit of variety on how they use Hamon. Um, because yeah, yeah Hamon bubbles is, is oh yeah, and with uh, and with Joseph's like different using. Yeah, Joseph has the clack of ollies. Oh. Lisa Lisa has the scarf. Yeah, it, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So Dan, favorite, favorite villain. Let Let's hear the villain. Oh, villain! Oh, I gotta say, Wamu man. Wamu. He is. I love. I, I as much as I love cars being like the ultimate life form. I I dig it. Yeah. But Wamu is like a straight G man. I yeah. love him. Yeah, he's, he's the, so he's honorable. The, yeah, the honorable guy. God. He's like. I would, I would, yeah. he's like, Joseph, I would kill you right here because I totally could. I would kill you in seconds, but I'll give you, <laughs> I'll give you like weeks to train and get good before we fight, which, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, impressed. He's a, yep. no. and then goddamn, he's impressed with Joseph for landing a hit on him because he's the first time he's ever been hit before. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, That's amazing. He, they have a chariot race. <laughs> for like a fight oh! so cool Joseph being the idiot uses a humongous crossbow because then, oh bigger means better <laughs> not knowing he didn't even have enough strength to pull back the lever it's so yeah 
it's it's really something. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love him so much. Yeah, Wamu, I, Wamu is great. I think the best fight leading on to that yeah, for me, is that chariot fight. Yeah, the so Joseph cool. versus Wamu. Yeah, the Gladiator yeah, Arena. So yeah, yeah, so cool. and um, for villain, for me, I don't know, because there's only really three villains in part two, which are the three pillar yeah. men. Um. I would say, well, the four pillar men, because I'm going to say the fourth, which no one talks about, oh. um, who I can't oh, remember yeah. the name of, Santiago. San, San, <laughs> San Viento, or as he's called in the, in the, is it Santiago or San Viento? I'm joking, it's not Santiago. Yeah, no, I swear he's called Santiago in the dub though, because um, San Viento um, is the little known fourth pillar man, who's only in like one episode, um, but he's super. Co- I really liked him. I like his. I like his ability more than any of the other pillar men abilities. He can like contort his body, and there's an amazing shot where he's like coming through the grate um, to get to Joseph. Uh, he's like coming through an air vent. So cool, and I just love that little because JoJo was originally meant to be like a like a softcore horror manga, um, and I just love those little bits of body horror they throw in throughout the show. Um, Samian. Oh yeah, when he goes through Stroheim's leg. Yeah. Oh yeah, that as well. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Sam Viento is not talked about enough, in my opinion. I think he's underrated as hell. Uh, he's got a with the weird spot with the weird like ribcage thing. Yeah. Yeah. He can. Yeah. He can contort his bones. Um. Very cool. Very cool guy. Um. And my fight is completely different. Um. <laughs> it's not leading at all. My fight is the fight between Joseph and Stroheim versus Cars at the lodge oh, yeah. at the lodge That's in cool. in the yeah. snow in whatever country they're currently in oh, yeah. um i didn't expect the third rack to show up <laughs> I did. oh yes it's switzerland that's that that's that's reminding me yeah it's switzerland um and yeah we get the iconic moment german engineering is the greatest in the world where stroheim yeah. reveals he has replaced the entire bottom half of his body with a gatling gun <laughs> and, yes uh, ladies it is this big <laughs> Um, Cars in that fight is an absolute beast, and I feel like I re- appreciate him more in this fight than I do in his final fight because he's not sort of just relying on powers; he's actually using his combat as well, which I find really cool. Um, he literally kills eight people in a room from outside of the room. Yeah, yeah. Just by listening in, knowing, feeling the vibrations, and knowing that there's eight people in their exact location, and yeah. kill them, kill them through the wall. Very cool. From there, um, a heartbeat from the thing. But luckily, because Stroheim isn't technically alive, he doesn't have a heartbeat, yeah. he wasn't able to kill him. <laughs> yeah, it's just, Stroheim in general is great. Um, He's great. The fight is very cool. There's there's a great, like, running scene where they get out of the lodge and they start running towards the cavern and they're still fighting. Oh, yeah. I really like why that. Why didn't he just use that, like, lightning speed that Wami yeah. used earlier? Yeah. No idea why. He just, just starts running <laughs> along with Joe. So, <laughs> part two, I think in terms of meme quality it's an improvement in terms of characters i think it's an improvement on part one i just don't like the story that much and i don't like the ending yeah um i won't spoil the ending because it's one of the like the least known jojo part endings um it's funny (laughs) yeah it's 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 funny i guess um moving on to part three part three is where things get interesting this is where jojo really started to blow up and get popular in japan uh, especially Probably. and in the uh, west yeah, um yeah. part three is definitely the most well-known jojo part um yeah main or part five because of how new it is yeah or part five because it's the newest anime yeah um yeah 
and um, it ditches Hamon completely, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Just gets rid of it. Joseph is in part three, except it's set like 50 or 60 years after, so he's an old man. Um, and he still uses Hamon a tad, like in one episode. Um, oh no, he uses it at the end as well. Um, yeah. And instead of Hamon, the power scaling they use is stands. Stands are... Stands are the manifestation of the stand user's soul, and they come out and they give the user a special power, or two special powers, or even three special powers if you're a certain Part 5 main character. Um, and yeah, the stands would try, I, I feel like Part 3 is very much a trial run for stands. Um, the, the author, Araki, I feel like he was just throwing whatever at the wall and hoping that it sticks. Because then you get some wild abilities in part three. You get some crazy out there stuff. But then you also have um, Avdol Stand, which is just a bird that's on fire. Uh, and he makes fire. Um, so yeah, it's sort of a very but experimental what about part. The one that's just a bug? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tower of Grey. Not Superfly, Tower of Grey. Tower of Grey is just a fly with a long tongue. It's just a fly. <laughs> um, yeah, so part three um, is the longest JoJo part so far to be animated. Part seven, I feel like, is the longest. Part, <laughs> gonna... part seven is definitely the longest manga, and I feel like it will have to be split into two or three series of anime. Um, Did you just like part three, then? Well, yeah, part three is split into two series. Well, yeah, no, actually saying that, if part three was split into two, I'm thinking four or five for part seven. <laughs> um, it'll, be, it'll be worth it. It'll be it. worth it. It's a great part. It's one of the best. Uh, anyway, part three focuses on Jotaro Kujo, who is uh, the grandson of Joseph, and he um, is taking a trip with Joseph and uh, a bunch of ragtags they pick up along the way, uh, including a dog. And um, including a dog. <laughs> the dog is to a dog. Dog is a stand user, uh, because anything yes, can be a stand user. Stand. Yeah, yes. animals can have a stand. Yes. Any living. A woman cannot be a stand user. No, 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 no. <laughs> a dog. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, uh, and they they go to e well that the the show chronicles their trip to Egypt to defeat Dio, the same Dio from part one who has been reincarnated. Oh. Yep, his head has been put onto Jonathan's body. Um, and since he's a vampire, he's immortal. And because Jonathan is a Joestar, uh, he also gets a stand. Um, uh, well, he gets two stands. He gets Jonathan's stand, and then he gets his own stand. Um, and, um, yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong here. It may just be something that I haven't seen or, like, I didn't pay any attention to. So pl please, feel, please feel free to correct me, Dan. But I think there is a sort of plot hole in part three where so the, the crux of the plot is they go to to defeat dio because jotaro's mother holly kujo has developed a stand but the stand the stand's ability basically is that it's killing her so they go to find dio and kill him but why what does dio have to do with the holly stand okay okay so dio Got the stand, correct. Yeah, he got his stand, uh, yeah, yeah. From from part five. Yeah. Well, I was going back. But, um, got the stand. Because he had a stand, because he got that stand, and because of, like, the family links within them. Yeah. 
like the family members themselves got a stand. Yeah. Okay. Holly got her stand, but it didn't kill her. She just isn't strong enough to wield it, and because of that, it's killing her. Okay, but so if she was strong enough, she would have probably had hermit purple. Okay, so the but... same one that Joseph or Jonathan had. Yeah, but 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 like when they kill Dio eventually at the end. Yeah. Holly, like Holly's stand disappears. Yes. Yes, but because... why doesn't Jotaro and Joseph stand disappear then? Okay, yes, no, then yeah. That <laughs> is a big plot. Yeah, that's weird. Know, because Joseph just says that defeating Dio will stop the curse yeah. of Tolly's stand, I guess. Yeah, it's a bit dumb, but it's one way. You don't watch part stand. three for the plot. You watch it for the fights, really. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's, a vil- it's a villain of the week show. Where like every episode, there's a, there's a new villain and a new plot to resolve. Um, so, going into that, my favourite hero of part three is is jotaro's schoolmate classmate well not really a classmate he poses as a classmate um noriaki kakyo he He, he actually kind of is no but because because jotaro is like oh i haven't seen you before yes and kakyo yeah he's a transfer student but i no he's posing as a transfer student yeah, no, he's his age, yeah, but he's his age, but he doesn't go to that school, though. <laughs> he just infiltrated the school. No, he's a transfer student. He probably, he probably is. I don't he know. He probably was going there anyway. All I know oh, is, is he that he, he, takes JoJo, he takes JoJo's harem away, which is sad. <laughs> so, yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, Ka- still go for Yeah, Kakyoin is the, the classy guy. You know, he's the, the calm and collected guy. He's sort of superior um, to everyone else. He thinks he is, anyway. Um... His stand is Hierophant Green, which is like this squiddy, sort of liquidy jelly stand um, that can um, change its shape, change its form. It can slither into people and control them, which he only uses for two episodes, uh, two different arcs. Um, Yes. He uses it on the nurse and then he uses it on Death 13. Um, Yes. A baby, Who is a literal baby. Yeah. An eight-week-old baby can have a stand... But and be character. and be evil enough to want to kill all of the main characters. <laughs> have the yeah, have a mindset strong enough. Yeah. I think pretty much eight weeks old eight week old babies would like have no idea what they're doing at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Um Kakyoin's very cool. His stand ability basically is the Emerald Splash, which is sort of like the Thundercross Split attack, in that Kakyoin claims it's an unbeatable attack and can no one no one can deflect the emerald splash then throughout the show it proceeds to not hit anything at all i don't think i'm even exaggerating there i don't think it hits its target once in all the times it uses it um no it hits jotaro the first time but then the second time he just uh parries it yeah exactly yeah um <laughs> Um, yeah, I like Kakyoin. I think he's very cool. I think his stand could have... I think he as a character could have been explored a lot more. Because he only gets, like, two episodes. But, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, it is It is what it is. Um, part three moves along at quite a, a fast pace. Considering how many episodes it has. So I guess they couldn't fully develop every single character. But, you know. I mean, yeah. They... Remember, this isn't, a, this isn't actually a group goddamn anime this is just uh jotaro beating everybody up and everyone else just tagging along yeah well. yeah which is why i don't really like part three as much as i probably should because yeah. it, it's good in theory but it's just the jotaro yeah. show basically exactly which is why 
which is you know yeah. why I prefer Part Five to it. It's just I guess yeah. <laughs> Give Kakyoi more screen time. Um, Probably. Yeah. Yeah, Dan, hero. Let's hear it. You know who I'm. You know who I'm gonna say. I yeah, I think I do. The Frenchman himself, <laughs> Jean Pierre Polnareff. Jean Pierre. He, he is. I mean, he's a he's a. Yeah. Let's just say he's amazing. He's pretty much His the main character. character of part three. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Um, yeah, pretty much. He um he comes off as this really like uh strict and like extremely um sensible what's the word? Um like refined, I guess. Yes. Sensible guy, yeah. Very a structured person. Yeah. He's very to himself about his uh, sister being offed. Yeah. And then you're trying to find the killer with two hands. Two two left hands, I think. Two left hands. Is it? No, no, I think it's two right hands. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't care. Remember. I didn't care that much. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but then after he says that and does a pretty cool pose, which is pretty much impossible. Oh, yeah. I love that he pose. He then sees that some girls are gawking over Jotaro, who's 17. Yeah. Um, Apparently. And he picks them up instantly, and then they ask if they could have a picture, and he has it, and then he takes their picture, but takes pictures of their thighs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a man of culture. A true obviously. man of culture. Yeah, I, I, I love I love his stand as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, silver chariot. It's silver a, it's chariot. Great. It's what pretty a... much just a super speedy um, fencing person. Yeah. Who can shed its armor to do like twice as fast and go yeah. so fast it creates after images. It's yeah. So cool. So cool. Yeah. Um, he's a, he's the perfect kind of um comedic uh comic relief, I think. Yeah, perfect. so do I. Yeah, he has a serious moment. Mm-hmm. He has a serious moment, and yeah. it's pretty sad in one part. But you know, yeah, he's he's got some jokes in him as well. You yeah. know. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. On I to villains I'm... then, Dan. Who's your who's your pick for the best villain out of all of the villains, <laughs> all of the villain of the week villains in part three? Oh God. Um. Or you could just say Dio, because, you know, Dio's great in part three also. Yeah, I like Dio, but I didn't want to be a basic bitch. I guess, yeah. And, and, I, and I didn't want to be everyone and say Steely Dan, who I know you were going to say. No, I I, I hate you You think I like Steely Dan. Jesus. No, no I thought I thought you meant you like him because of how much you hate him. You know? No, no, I just I just hate him. <laughs> yeah, no. I go on about Steely um, Dan quite a bit. Yeah... I'm probably just gonna say Dio. I, I, to be honest, I can barely remember most. Of, no, actually, no. Okay. <laughs> I reject Dio. Oh, like um, Dio's rejected this humanity. My my favorite, the waifu. My favorite waifu, goddamn Mariah. I knew. Yeah, I knew. I knew it was coming sooner or later. I couldn't remember her. Yeah. Then I remembered her. A super cool stand of magnetism. Yeah. Where if you touch a normal-looking plug socket, it creates a magnetic field around you. And if you touch someone else, they that that also creates another one, which you attract each other. And she works with that so well; it's yeah. so fun. Yeah, how, how it works, mm-hmm. and obviously the the comedy in it is amazing, and um, the way they fight it is perfect. It's the it's a good way to counteract it. Yeah, definitely the perfect pincer attack. Yes, it, it works. It I makes like sense. I really like the Mariah Actually, fight with, with that for once in a in like a heavily fictitious anime yeah the how they defeat that stand makes perfect sense yeah yeah um and i think this is i think that arc like that that fight is it mariah and alessi do they team up i can't really remember 
Um, they go their their fights are pretty much at the exact same. Yeah, point. because because each of the villain of the week sort of go in a two man cell. So, yeah, it's Mariah and Alessi, and I feel like they nailed the old man Joseph sort of throwbacks with a Mariah, because he oh, yeah. he does his he does his reading the script thing and he tells Mariah what she's gonna say next, which I I really liked. Um, oh yeah. And then they sort of missed it with Alessi because Alessi is a villain who has a stand that makes people younger, so they should have had part two Joseph there, but you know, unfortunately, yeah, that that would have been great, but you know. You know, you can't have everything. Yeah. It's part three. You think we're a charity? Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. My favourite uh, villain. Part three is decent. Part three is okay. My favourite villain is Boingo, I think. I forgot. <laughs> because... That's how, much, that's how forgettable part three to, is yeah. to be, really. I just forgot. I like Boingo because of his meme potential and also because of his stand which is absolutely brilliant it's a manga that can tell the future but it tell it only tells like the final bit of what's going to happen so through like pictures. yeah through pictures there's no text um i mean there might be it might be in japanese i don't know but i don't think but there is i think it's funnier if it isn't in text because it makes sense of how yeah it and it's got the most amazing art style ever it's like really really like outlandish outro. yeah whole horse and boingo a uh, whole horse is Boingo's or partner. Just the normal Boingo and Oingo. Oingo and Boingo as well. They're brothers. Um, they have their own outro, but then when Boingo gets killed, um, <laughs> Boingo when Oingo, when Oingo when Oingo gets killed, or seriously injured or whatever. I can't really really remember yeah. the Oingo fight much. He's a pretty forgettable guy. It's funny. Yeah, it's um, funny. It's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have their own outro. Boingo is is pretty annoying in the dub. Um, <laughs> But, you know, he's alright in the sub, I, I, oh, I guess. Oh, God. Oh, I forget you watch it, dog. <laughs> Instead of calling them Oingo and Boingo, they call them Mondata and Zenyata. Um, what for, the for some reason. Because Oingo Boingo is, is a band. Is a oh, band yeah, so. I know that. Yeah. Um, what? No, it's similar. What? Yeah, it's nothing. It's not similar at all. Yeah, I, li- I like Boingo Stand a lot. And I think Boingo, Boingo in general is, is funny. You know, he's not comic relief. Uh, I don't think he's meant to be funny. Well, you know, he's funny with, with how with how dumb some of his decisions are. Um, yeah. Moving on to fights. Um, I've got to say... I've got to say the, the, the Jotaro and Dio fight at the end. It's, yep. It is... Were, were you going to say that, Dan? Or did nope. you... Oh, you weren't? Nope, okay. I, I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll just round it off real quick then. It's basically a Dragon Ball fight. Jotaro and Dio hit each other until Dio falls down. Um... Jotaro finds his finds his stand ability. It's the same as Dio's. He can stop time, but for less time. Um, Jotaro says some cool things. Dio drops a road roller on him, which he survives. Um, wow. No, no, he survives through the coolest way imaginable. And I won't get into it, like, how it actually works. But he basically punches the road roller so fast that it gets suspended in midair, so it doesn't actually crush him. Um... Very cool. I I like Jotaro in this part a little bit. He's a little However, bit. He's a little bit too edgy. He has it better. Yeah, he has. He gets much better. Um, yeah, Jotaro Dio. I like it because it's the closest thing to a Dragon Ball fight in JoJo. Um, and um, yeah. yeah, it's just a straight up two guys punching each other with their stands. That's pretty much it. Dio breaks. I think it's confirmed that Dio breaks three quarters of the bones in Jotaro's body, but Jotaro is just fine. Um, I mean, we get like a we get like an X-ray. Yeah, we get an X-ray every time he breaks a bone. It's like a Mortal Kombat. Every time, after like he does 
after just like a big hit, it's yeah. like a and it yeah. shows like three parts and they're broken. <laughs> but he's fine. he flies off. He's fine though. He's fine. He's yeah. fine. He, he's just built different. Yeah, he's built different. Yeah. So go on. Dan, favorite fight in part three. Go. I'm interested on this because I thought you would share my opinion. Um, not really. Well, I, you know me. I think the, um, so it's time stopping. Oh, same as me. I think it's just a bit of a cop out, really. Yeah. I mean, you're one to talk. You like the ending of part five, but you know. <laughs> yeah, well, at least that makes more fucking sense. Yeah, I guess, I guess. You know, um, but I think the favorite fight is probably um, any fight with Whole Horse in it. I yes. just don't care. Yes. Any fight with the man, the myth, the legend, Whole Horse. Just his fight with Polnareff. Where, wait, are we talking about the one where he sticks his fingers up Polnareff's nose? No, no, that's the next one. Yeah. The first one when they meet. Oh yeah, time. yeah, I love that one as well. It's hilarious with yeah. with um with Jay Guile. Yeah, that's hilarious. Sad but hilarious mm -hmm. at the start, and then which they completely butcher in the OVA. Yeah, they, then, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll get to the OVA. Don't worry. We're, we're then, on the OVA next. Yeah, the second one with Oingo with oh, it's just quality. Yeah. It's amazing. He's so fucking funny. Yeah, he is great. And I feel like if he was expanded a teeny bit more, he would have been my favorite. But. You know, Araki said that he wanted him to become the next, um, the next main, like the the next protagonist after a certain protagonist dies. Um, well, doesn't actually die, but you know, um, Araki said that he wanted Whole Horse to be the next main character, and I would have liked that. I think he would have fit in well as a protagonist because he doesn't actually like Dio. He's like he is actually against Dio. He's just doing it for the money. Hey, he goes for him. Yeah, he actually goes to kill Dio, but obviously he never stood a chance. Um, yeah. Nope. That's part three, the most famous one. Um, also part three is the unofficial, well, I guess it was official at the time, the unofficial 90s OVA. In case you didn't know, the anime for JoJo's started in 2012 and um, it, it is finished in 2020 um, currently. Part six is not confirmed yet. Um, so I, the thought, I thought it was April. Oh, was it? Alright, my mistake. Yeah, part 6 is confirmed, so the anime is ongoing. Um, the OVA was released sure. in the... I'm pretty sure at least. Yeah, I don't know. The OVA was released in the 90s. You can tell. <laughs> it's got that grainy sort of film camera 90s anime that Evangelion has, but in Evangelion it's cute. In this it just looks awful. Um, yep. It's the same story, pretty much. There are a few deviations in the fights. It's a few. De the fights a play few. out. The the fights play out pretty much a lot differently. But the the overarching story, they're gonna kill Dio because of Holly. You know, um, it's the same. My favorite hero in this is their one really. Um, I think we can kind of just skip over that part because yeah. it's actually the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just a weaker version. It's really, it's because they yeah. skip out loads of fights. Mm -hmm. Got it's only like, it's only like 20 like, episodes i think yeah it's like 20 yeah, episodes like, compared to 48 like yeah yeah they um, like skip so they like skip entire scenes entire characters entire interactions yeah. you know it's just i just don't like it it's, it's just yeah and the art is just if you, it's just uncanny <laughs> as fuck if you what if you watch it without reading the manga you'll probably get some enjoyment out of it but if you know literally anything about part three watching it you will hate it <laughs> um yeah. It, as a standalone anime, it's pretty. It's slightly below average. It's passable, 
But, you know, as a, as a Jojo, it's terrible. So, stands for part three in general. Give me your top three stands. Um, huh. Part three in general. In no particular I like, order. I like Mariah. I like Mariah's... Yeah. Oof. Um, Bastet, I believe. Bastet, it is, yeah, the the cat, the cat god, or whatever. Yes. Uh, another one is, I love Silver Chariot, great yes. one, yeah, super cool. And another one, I'm gonna go with a, another villain. I think I don't like any of the other ones, in my opinion. Okay. Um. Probably. Ooh, this is kind of difficult. <laughs> do you know what? I actually like this. I know it's weak, but I don't care. Hermit Purple. I like its ideas. Yeah, I like no, idea I think it's a good idea as well. Spirit photography. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. Um, and Indiana Jones ass, like, swinging on vines. Yeah, I, that, it. I like I, it. That's the one I'd have. Yeah. Like, if I would have one. I like I like the I fact, have... I don't like, I mean, like, yeah, its ability is fine, but I like it more just because Joseph can Spider-Man with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, and also he can pass Hammond through it, so it's like, a, it's like extra worth it with yeah. Joseph. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it saves him at the end. It does, yeah. It saves him barely. Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. What about yours? Um, my three favorite. I gotta go with um, Harifant Green because I just love the 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 setup of it. I don't think it's oh, real. Yeah. I don't think it's realized that well. It's a good idea. Um, yeah. I gotta go with the Emperor, which is Whole Horses Stand. Um, a gun. It's literally a gun where he can control where the bullets go, and you infinite know, ammo. yeah, infinite ammo. Um, no one else can see it because it's a stand and non-stand users can't see stand. Yeah, exactly. So to, to someone else, he's just using finger guns, which makes it the ultimate weapon. Um, and I think Araki realized yeah. how powerful it was because Whole Horse never uses it in his second fight when he's teamed up with Boingo. He only uses it when he shoots down the pipe. Um, and you know, we all know how well that works. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, one minute too slow. Yeah. Too fast. Yeah, that was dumb. But, you know, anyway. It's not, it's funny. It's funny, I guess, but, like, come on. It works. So, Hierophant, Emperor, and I've got to go with the world, which is Dio's stand. Of course. Basic. I, I just love his design. It's like a diver because Dio was, cause Dio was uh, dredged up from the ocean. Oh, shut up. No, because Dio would have manifested his stand when he was still in the coffin. So, it makes sense how it would be a diver because Dio was just underwater. I guess. I like. I just like the world's design. It's got two massive oxygen tanks on his back, and he's got like not the greedy. Needed. Yeah, not needed at all because you know it's a ghost. There is. He doesn't even have like an oxygen mask on his design. Yeah, he it's just has just like. Yeah. yeah, he has like the oxygen tubes that like go into the back of his neck. For some reason, <laughs> they like just inject oxygen straight into his neck. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Stopping time is an absolutely great ability. I, I don't care what anyone's. I don't care if it's basic. It's so cool. Um, yeah, it's you know it's the it's the thing that everyone wants. Yeah, and um, moving on to part four, which is my fate personal, my opinion, my favorite part, <laughs> and I think it's underrated as hell, and not enough people like it. I know a lot of people who who don't like this part because it's not like a fighting part. It's like a it's people, it's, don't, people don't like it. I know. It's a slice of life. It's completely different from any other JoJo part, in my opinion. Oh, I wouldn't really call it a slice of life. It's a slice of happens. life for the first half, and then it turns into a murder mystery. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. First half for me is a little bit boring, because there's not much There's really just happens. so many Koichi episodes. 
So many. I know you don't, I know you don't like Goro. I, he's so. my least favourite anime character ever. Like, he's so bad. But, you, but Deku, though. Okay, <laughs> right. Deku. Apart from Deku, that goes without saying. Okay, Deku I'm isn't even a character. I'm glad we got that cleared up. Okay, don't worry. It goes Deku and Koichi. They're basically the same character. Let's be honest. I'm the same voice actor. Oh, no, no, never mind, never mind. That's no, Narancia. That's Narancia. Um, so, part four. Uh, slice of Life turns to murder mystery. There's not really much to say about the plot other than that without giving away any spoilers. Um, yeah, this is this is like a big one. Yeah, favorite hero, gotta be the the returning legend. Much better in part four than he is in part three. Jotaro Kujo. Jotaro is also in part four. He's ten years older. He looks younger <laughs> because of <laughs> because of the different art style. It's um, so smooth. It's one another yeah. reason why I'm not. Another reason why it's not my favorite. I don't like the art style. It's I I personally like it. I like the way the colors pop. Like the sky is always no, ye- okay. yellow and no, pink and stuff like, like that. Yeah, I like that. I but I, like like obviously the backgrounds are amazing. I dig that. Yeah. I don't dig the character designs. I don't know. Like, everything is too smooth. I th- I feel like Jotaro is the only one, in my opinion, that looks too smooth. I think Josuke looks gr- Josuke, who is this part's Jojo. I think Josuke looks fire. I'm not gonna lie. I th- I think his character design is just on point with his hair and his uniform. Yeah, I get. I get you can't yeah, tell me that Okiyasu is wearing a school uniform. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> billion. He's got you billion got written on the side. It's got yen and dollar on the collar. It's just so weird. It's in, a big dollar sign on yeah, the back. Yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah, and in the manga, it's on his front. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's so, yeah. Um, uh, that's great. Yeah. I love I love Jotaro. Star Platinum as well, who, which is Jotaro's stand, looks better in part four, I think. He's it like... looks so weird, though. He's he like, like a la- dog in part four. <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know what I mean? But he's like, <laughs> ah, yeah, I guess. Shut up. Yeah. Um... So yeah, yeah. My, he's my favorite hero. He's not in it that much, but you know he's the key to. He saves the day in the end, um, which I like. Yeah, once again. Once again, but it's I know. The show. I know, I know. Even but you can't, you can't Joe's lie. Got them fight for like an hour straight. And then Jotaro just <laughs> like steps in and ends it. You can't lie though. Yep. That that last bit is amazing. No, I'm not. I like it. I like it. But yeah. you know, just goddamn it, Jotaro. Yeah. <laughs> um, really. He saves the day in part six as well. No part six spoilers because it's still in manga stage, but he does save the day in that as well. <laughs> um, yeah, damn, favorite hero. Let's hear it. Favorite hero. Ooh. I've got to say, my. I've got to say, I, I know it's going to be bad, but I don't care. It's a mix, okay? I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to be bi. I'm allowed to be mixed. Okay, okay yeah, it's sure. Good, just go for it, yeah. Because of their because of their stupidity. Okay. Okuyasu and old Joseph, older Joseph. <laughs> oh, oldest Joseph, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, I love Okuyasu. Okuyasu is a dipshit, and I love him. Yeah. He's just yeah. Every scene with him was a delight to watch. He's the Yamcha of Part Four, except people yeah. actually like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and old joseph because he's pretty much deaf everybody thinks he's a lunatic it's yeah. just hilarious he just adopts a random invisible stand baby just out of nowhere he just yeah. he just keeps it he's like i like yep. you i'm gonna keep you <laughs> i mean no it is it, it is a well-known fact though that their parents did like give them up at birth though. yeah yeah I know. So it was like yeah so no matter what he's fine with it you know he, he adopted it yeah actung baby actung baby um a, uh, a power that My Hero Academia completely stole. 
Um, <laughs> and yeah, jo- old Joseph, old Joseph, I get. Yeah, Okiyasu, literally too stupid to die. <laughs> yep. Oh, let's not get into it. Yeah. Um, it's, uh... Favorite villain? There's quite a Ooh. few villains, I would say. Ooh. My yeah. the, there aren't there aren't obviously there aren't as much. Uh, aren't as many villains as in part three because it's not like a villain of the week thing but there are a few i think my favorite is yuya fungame who is a biker a biker dude with the stand highway star or as it's known in the dub highway (laughs) go-go the worst one of the worst they're all bad but you know mm, there are some worse though yeah um I really like Yuya. He's just this cocky, arrogant guy. He has a harem of three girls that follow him around everywhere and beat up anyone who tries to step to him, which is pretty funny. Um, yeah. He's in, he When he's in the hospital, when Josuke puts him in the hospital. No, no. He's already in the hospital, right? Yeah, yeah. he's already in the hospital. Yeah, he's already in the hospital. He puts him in a second time. Yeah, yeah, because Josuke, Josuke, who has the power to heal people with his stand, Josuke heals Yuya just so he can beat him up even worse. To not look like a a, a coward for beating up a guy who's already down. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's Highway Highway Star. Like yeah, I love Highway Star as a stand. I love, I love his actual design, like how the stand looks with his, like, his little uh, Egyptian beard thing. Um... And uh, and I love um, as like as it's following, it's just feet. As it's following someone, it's oh, just <laughs> it's just feet. Shut up, <laughs> shut up. It's a cool stand. It follows um, it like yeah. saps nutrients or something. Yes, it saps your nutrients yeah. out of your body, pretty much leaving you like a shriveled up corpse. Yeah, which is which is there. yeah, which I absolutely love that as an ability. I think life steal is a really cool ability for anything. It's um and the running part of the stand can I believe go up to forty four miles per hour? I think it's I more believe. than that. I don't no, know because it was at a limit because he was on a on the chase when he was on a bike. Yeah, he reached a certain limit and then it like he was gain it wasn't gaining on him and it got gaining on him anymore. And yeah, so that leads happened. to that leads to one of my single favorite sequences in part four, where Josuke like wheelies, like like throws the bike up in the air to get past a like a pram, like a woman pushing a pram, and then he like takes the bike apart and then he heals it with his stand before it comes back to the ground. And I really love that; it's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's yeah. slow mo as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, Dan, villain. Let's hear it. Uh, yeah. villain. Um. I, I think you're probably going to go with the main man, but I could be wrong. Maybe. I do like him, but I'm going to go different because he's, he's going to be in our... It's going to be in the next thing we talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um, It's probably going to be... I know it's going to be a weird one, but I dig it. Go on. Um, Keicho. Keicho. Okiyasu's brother. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. I like it. I actually, I actually dig him. Blonde Polar. He's the one... Yeah, it's just OVA Polnareff. It's just OVA. It's just OVA Polnareff, yeah. Um, But yeah, I like him. him. I don't know why. I I just like his character. He's a big, like, army man. He's just, he has a stand that is literally like a battalion. Yeah, it's like, if anyone's seen the movie Small Soldiers, it's just that. Yes, exactly that. <laughs> yeah. And one part is just Josuke getting stabbed by like a tiny soldier. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And like he deploys the helicopters and they're just like little tiny. Yeah. But they it. have like actual bullets. Yeah, no, no, yeah. All, all of the little guys actually have real weapons, which is why it's one of the most lethal stands. Um. Yeah, because. It, yeah, if it wasn't for his speed, he wouldn't be able to like block any of them. Yeah. Anybody would have been like, shot up. Yeah. And he so just straight like, up kills Koichi. Like, 
he shoots the arrow straight through his neck, like, with no hesitation. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, we should probably preface this now. Stands are given to you via a stand arrow, yeah. and the stand arrow has a majority chance of just straight up killing you. Yeah, there's like a, it's like an 82% chance, I think he says, that it will kill you. But that 18%, it doesn't kill you and you get a stand, but it's extremely painful getting one. Yeah. Because we get to watch someone receive it, I'm pretty yeah. sure, which is, um, what's he called, Angelo. Yes, yes. We, yeah. we, we watch him get a stand. We do. Like the reaction. Of yeah. So, yeah. And, and it's done in, and it's like extended in part. Five. Kensho, yeah. I like Kensho. The the wholesome part at the very end of the part as well with him and Okuyasu, I love that. That's wholesome as hell. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like fight that. then. Let's hear the fight now. Here at fight, I gotta say Enigma fight. Ooh. Yeah. The, the paper. Is that the paper one? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I like that as well. I actually really like that. Underrated. Yeah, I do you to it. Yeah. And I completely forgot that I guy existed it. until you said it. Yeah. It's going to be easy. It's one of my favorite stands as well, Enigma. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, I'll pretty much just tell him. It's as as, as soon as the, the user of the stand finds out what your show of uh, fear is. Yeah. Or like, you know, sweating. Yeah, or like your visual, your visual identifier of fear. Yeah. Yeah. Then he can turn you into a piece of paper <laughs> oh, and, and just carry you around as a piece of paper. Yeah, and, and he can put, he can make objects into pieces of paper, one of which being himself. Yeah, yeah, and he hides in the paper, and like there's the the hilarious memed to death scene where Josuke turns over the piece of paper and just like a, a gun slowly emerges from the paper and points at him and then shoots at him. <laughs> That is the most dangerous thing yeah. any JoJo character's done. He literally just pulls out a gun yeah. on the main character. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And once again, if Josuke wasn't fast, then he would have just died. <laughs> he would have died? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if Josuke's stand That's wasn't, like, abnormally fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, Yuya sacrifices himself. But, like, uh, obviously he comes back. But yeah, he obviously, yeah. Himself and, I love, and I love that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind turning into a piece of paper if it weren't for you. Oh. And then just folds up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. I um, dig it. That's why it's my favorite fight. Yeah, love I it, get that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, my favorite fight is. is not really a fight. It's more of a match. Um, it's between Rohan and Josuke. Rohan being an absolutely amazing self-insert by Araki. He's a completely overpowered manga artist who is easily the most powerful person in part four. Um, except he never yep. uses his ability. His ability is that he can open people's faces like a like a manga like a manga and then he can write stuff into their faces and then like it becomes real. So he could literally just write into himself, cannot be killed, and then he can't be killed. Yeah. Pretty much. Um and he's playing with Josuke I can't remember what game he's playing. He's playing like a sort of dice game. Um, and uh, he knows Josuke is cheating because Josuke has, in fact, found an alien. And Josuke <laughs> has uh, convinced the alien to turn into the dice. So whenever the dice rolls, it always, com yeah, it, it always comes up in Josuke's favor. So Rohan um, wants to find out how Josuke is cheating. And then something happens, like a fire. A fire starts in his house. They're like playing on the back porch, and a fire starts in Rohan's house. And Rohan's like, "I don't care if my house is burning down. I've got to find out how Josuke is cheating." And he never does. And um, yep. 
and I love it. I, love, I just love it. I just love it because like it's so in, it's so intense the way that it's shot, and it's just really yeah. funny. Um, and the reason why Rohan thinks Josuke is cheating is because you roll three dice at a time, yeah. and with every roll, Josuke always rolled three sixes. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> you... The alien didn't understand that you just can't do that because probably yeah. almost impossible. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't get that. It would be suspicious. Yeah. And to add a timer to it, Rohan laughs. Josuke joins in the laugh, and then Rohan stabs his own finger off. Oh, yeah. Time element with Josuke saying, with him saying to Josuke, hey, if you don't own up now, I'm going to bleed out and die, and yeah. my house is going to burn to the ground. <laughs> it's such a good... It's... So you better tell me, yeah. otherwise I'm dead. Rohan just hates Josuke, and I love it. Oh, he does. He really does. Yeah. Um, yes. That's part four. It's great. Um, yeah. Moving on to part five, which I know is your favourite part now. My personal favourite, yeah. yeah. Um, part five. And I'm not a dirty part skipper as well. I know, I exactly. Exactly. And, and this is still my favourite. Yeah. Part two following next. So hit me with your favourite hero. Favourite hero? Because there are a few. Um... There are, because this is a, this is what part three failed to do. Yeah, this is what part three should have been. A gang, um, like a party anime. Each character gets probably a similar amount of fights. Yeah. With their respective characters, I dig that. Yeah. Just what part three should have been, unfortunately not. Yeah. Jotaro beating up everybody. (laughs) Jotaro is in part five, but he's in it for like a single episode. Yes, because that's all he needs to be. Yeah, yeah. We're in Italy now. Jojo doesn't need to go to Italy. Yeah, exactly. He does send um, Koichi, though, which I hate. Yes. Well, you know, it's because Jojo likes him so much. Yeah, but Josuke, said, Josuke makes a point of how much he likes to travel. He wants to travel the world. And then Josuke's like, nah, I'm going to send this midget. <laughs> because he's just because it's a reliable guy, man. It's such a reliable guy, you know. You know? <laughs> you yeah. know? He used but, his um, stand ability. That makes him a re- reliable guy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, favorite person? It's gotta be Mista. Yeah. It's gotta be. I knew you were gonna go for. I knew you were gonna go for the boy. Yeah. It's 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 amazing. His entire thing is that he's the most luckiest and unluckiest person in the entire world. That isn't even a stand. That he is just that. Yeah. His whole entire shtick is that he hates the number four because it always brings him bad luck. Mm Mhm. In his backstory, he comes across a girl being beaten and sexually assaulted. Ah, oh, you know, bad. And yep. so he beats up the guys doing it. But and then his gang shows up, shooting every single shooting bullets at Mista. All the bullets um, miss. Yeah. While Mista slowly puts gu- uh, bullets in the revolver that the guy he beat up dropped, and then shot four bullets, one for each of the gang people. Each bullet landed. Each bullet killed the person. <laughs> it's so... Because of those four yeah. bullets... Mister went to jail. He, he went to jail. Yeah. But luckily, the, the the boss guy bailed him out. Yeah. And made him join the team. But the whole... And because of that, he has a stand called Sex Pistol, which are... They pretty much can... Like whole horses, he can change the trajectory of, a, of bullets. Yeah. But it's different because he has six mini... Um, guys that hang on on the bullets and can kick them to change the trajectory, so it isn't as overpowered. Yeah, it's still pretty good. It's still pretty um, good, yeah. 
and he, he hates the number four so much that the, the numbers of his bullets goes one, two, three, five, six, seven. There, yep, yeah, there are seven, despite there the... There is number four. Yeah. But because of that, number five, who should be number four, is bullied. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. By the other button bullets. I love him because his stand is so personal. It's so personal. He feeds it. He feeds yeah. them. He like feeds them sausages. Yeah. They are hungry. Yeah. No idea why they need feeding and not no other stand. Yeah. Don't, don't question it. The stand is meant to be a manifestation of the soul, but Meester explicitly states that he isn't hungry while feeding his stand. So they're just hungry. Yeah. They just like baloney. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Meester's just hilarious. perfect comic relief. Yeah. I, I can it. I can and see the appeal. The, um, the relationship he has with Jono is. Yeah, I don't think I dislike any of the main heroes in part five. Yeah. Apart from Giorno. Um, no, I understand that. But, um, yeah, my favourite has got to be Bruno. I would say Abakio, just because our uh, uh, edgelord. Um, no, I dig him, though. I think, I think yeah, I, I think Abakio's cool, but he's underused, and he dies way too early. Um, oh, do not. Yeah, I legit no. Yeah, it's a very sad, yeah. Um, Bruno, though. Bruno is the... Bruno's like the, the dad figure. He's like the boss of the group. Um, he has an amazing stand. Uh, sticky fingers, or we'll just call it Zipper Man, because that's just a... St- no, Zipper Man is better than sticky fingers. Um, so he can create zips on any surface, and the, the zip is like a portal... So he can like hide in a zip, and he could zip objects apart and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Pretty much like wormholes. Yeah, yeah, they are wormholes. Um, you can choose it to either pass through something to go to the other side, or just hide in it and then open the exit later yeah. on. And it's really cool. He has his own little space in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's the thing though, I don't get it. He, they, he hides the treasure inside his zip, but nobody could enter the zip in the first place. So why was it supposed to be hidden that well? Well, no, he just wanted to hide it well, didn't he? I know, but there's no need for it, though. He could hide doesn't it matter. Anywhere. doesn't matter. The treasure was important to the gang, so... I mean, it was good that, like, five billion lira. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's the that's the focus of the first half of the, the, the show. Well, no, that's the, that's the first quarter. Yeah, The yeah. first half is the boss's daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bruno's really cool. He uses his stand in really creative ways. He, like, does an extendo punch where he, like, unzips his hand and throws it. So he gets, like, uh, he gets, like, multiple range. Like, loads of range. He has some... Um, Much more range. Like, 20 meters. Yeah. He get, he has some... He, like, shoots out. He has some amazing fights. I really, really dig his um, original fight with Jorno at the beginning. Um, oh, yeah. I, like I love how he just hides in a normal guy. He, like, zips into a normal guy. So he's uh, yeah. the perfect cover. Um... Yeah, Bruno's really cool. I just like, I like, his death is also really, really sad um, at the very end. Um, yep, it, it, it's a long time coming. Yeah, we we knew yeah. we knew it was going to happen, but that doesn't make any sense. It's better. still so sad when it yeah. happened. Um, you know, yeah. we just, we, we like, you know, we, we forget about it because it's just so long-winded. But yeah. I like how long-winded it is because he gets more character. Yeah. Um, my villain were, is... Um, a guy with who is sort of not the most significant sort of side villain. I guess you could say he is, apart from the main villain, um, is Ch- Chocolata, 
Or, yep. if you want to go by the dub, either Sicolata, but then they change it after one episode to Chocolata. Um, <laughs> with like a, a... Do any of them... Do they any of them even research Italian words? Like, <laughs> I know. Uh, so, Chocolata is basically a an evil surgeon who likes to um, record uh, torturing old people with no. with his Close. man slave. Life. Yeah. The start of his life. Yeah. So yeah, he like he got this weird uh, fetish of like watching like uh, recording people dying. So he went to an old person's home and then like spout shit in their ears saying that their families never visit and they never love them i love and that then, so like, much yeah, he's so creepy yeah he recalls their deaths it's really morbid and then he, re he realized that he could do the best of that by becoming a surgeon so what he does every single time of his surgeries is that they um he gives them too little amount of anesthetic yeah and so they wake up during the surgery and he records their reactions when they wake up to their to like their intestines being come out, and all of his surgeries like he did like twenty like I don't know why I mean like ten I think, but they were all like like um, deemed as like accidents, and then they finally realized that oh wait no this guy's like actually a psychopath yeah he's actually just killing people <laughs> yeah and so they took him out but yeah. then the boss brought him in because but yeah, I love that even the boss is a scum I was just I was literally just gonna say he sends yeah. Dopio to kill um to kill uh, chocolata after he's done with the main characters because he just even he is like sort of intimidated by them uh because yeah because he knows how powerful they are yeah and yeah i love chocolata's stand which is green day um or green tea or green tea um which is basically just releases a, a flesh-eating disease that will kill you in seconds if you like go if you like move upwards if you like elevate is it oh yeah of course of course you move lower. of course it's, yeah it's really it's like really accurate to the actual like um parasite that yeah. acts on insects which yeah. like mind controls them to make them go to a higher place yeah that to, for them to like spread out their spores more it's really cool i dig it so much yeah i love his stand he has a man slave called seko which i hate um we won't it's talk so no it's not it's just yeah, creepy yeah. um yeah i know it's the point but like Chocolata is the good kind of creepy. Seko's just weird. Yeah, like, you gotta have that difference. He's probably the most evil guy in JoJo. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, he almost <laughs> kills the entire entirety of Rome. Yeah. Um, he would have done that. He yeah. would have killed the boss as well. Yeah. Why? <laughs> the boss is so scared of him. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Dan, favorite villain. Let's hear it. I. We know. A, I know. It's a tie. Oh, it's a tie. Okay. Obviously, my favorite is. The main villain, I love him so much. Yeah. Bits. I, yeah. I don't. Even though that. you don't get to him until like the last three episodes. No, no, no. Um, last ten, I believe. No, it's not. It's not. I don't know. Haven't got the haven't got the episode list up with me, but. It's it, it, it's it's um. I mean, obviously, he's a, he's a, the point is, he's like he's just like Dio. He's a looming threat. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. That's, after the half part, I love like how he's introduced in the, in the halfway through as well. It yeah. Is, to uh, me, it's perfect. Yeah. In how I agree. It. And it's a good cliffhanger. I'm not gonna say anything, but it's a yeah. perfect cliffhanger for me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it coming, but I'm like, oh my god, they, they actually did it. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it's either him or you could probably tell us as well because that's what I've said before that he's like one of my favorites. Prosciutto. Prosciutto. I love prosciutto. Is that Grateful Dead? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which, which was probably one of my favorite stands as well. I love him. <laughs> I mean, it's got a cool ability, but the design. No, I dig that. I it's do supposed not. to be grotesque. I love yeah, it. No, it doesn't even look. It just looks stupid. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, he's so cool. He's my man, my man's recovering from a Mortal Kombat fatality. Yeah. His, his yeah. lower half is gone. He's the cool, calm, and collected uh, variant of his brother. He was like a wimpy, yeah, like pineapple, scared version of his older brother, and it's just like it. I love pineapple that head. Have. Yeah, it's great. It's like it's a per it's the perfect brother bond because like it's it's so wholesome. Like even though they're villains, I dig. Like all the villains have like their own motives and their yeah. own reasons, and I actually like that because like they give them like perfect amount of character. Yeah, and like, his and know, yeah, go on. His death is is um. Is oh, yeah. the least spectacular death, but also the most sudden death in all of JoJo. And it was the actual, the only death in all of JoJo where I was like, yo, like, it actually took me aback a little bit because he literally just gets crushed by the train. <laughs> but then he doesn't. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and then he doesn't, but then he, then he does. And I really like that because at, at the end, he's like rooting for pre uh, Pesci at the very end, and yeah. I love that. But unfortunately, he died halfway through, so he never, I'm pretty sure, like, he, he, like, he died. After like he saw like Pesci's neck getting snapped. Yeah. I think it was at that moment he happened. And I was like, I was like, ooh, that's. That is. I kind of felt really bad. Like, yeah. I, I genuinely felt yeah. sorry. I like I like, like him and Pesci. I like Pesci a lot less than Prosciutto, but yeah. like I do like Prosciutto. He's cool. He's that's cool. The thing I. That's a probably why I'm one of my that's one of the reasons why Part Five is my favorite. Yeah. Like, the, the villains actually like sometimes make you feel bad. Yeah. Because they are their own, like, they're their own gang. They have their own, like, like relationships with the other villains. Like, part three, yeah, it had good villains, but none of them were connected. Damn, I was gonna, five, I was gonna talk about, I was gonna, I just remembered Risotto. God damn. Never mind. Yes, that's, I was, I was thought, that was one person that I thought you were gonna say. Yeah. Risotto's super cool. Well. Yeah, he is. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I can't speak much anymore about the other character, about my the main villain because everything is just a spoiler with him yeah he's literally the most mysterious thing about it yeah but yeah oh, oh i love it <laughs> i think part five has grown on me yeah. because I, when i watched it in the sub i really really hated it but watching it again yeah it was easily my least favorite when i watched it in sub but then watching it wow. in dub and then also rewatch because i've just recently finished rewatching all of the parts and then rewatching yeah. part three and comparing them, it's like, damn, this is actually a lot better than than part three. Um, yeah. Still not my favorite, but I would say no, no, it's yeah. probably my second favorite after part four. I would say no. Yeah. No, um, I can see that. You know, yeah. obviously everyone's got their different opinions. Yeah. You know, I'm just glad. I'm just you know glad that you saw it. I'm yeah, glad definitely. You it because yeah. you know, I, I dig part five because of its character. I just because of its characters, the stands that have in it are like really cool. Yeah, the stands are. It's so hot. Yeah, to uh, the stands. To stands. Right. Yeah, yes. We 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 well, could we could talk fight. we could talk about fights, but like uh, I don't know. Most of the fights are spoilery. Um, yeah, I'll, 
we'll, we'll probably just skip. We'll it. we'll gloss over fights because yeah. Um, stands. Go on then, Dan. Your top three. My favorite. My, yeah, because my favorite fights are like the endo endo ones. Same. Yeah. Same with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it is it the risotto fight? I like the risotto fight. I also like the um the Polnareff fight. Well, the fight. I say yeah, fight. I say fight in air quotes, but I I like it. I yeah, it's, it's yeah, that's cool. I like I like the uh, the oh the ending of that. It's yeah. So cool. Yeah. Made it, yeah. Silver chariot um, eats him. Favorite stands. Obviously. Obviously, one of my favorites of all time, King Crimson. Yeah. Main boss to stand. I love its thing. It's not convoluted. Whatever. Yes, it you is. Go, just dumb if you don't understand. No, it's... literally, the consensus is that it's the most, apart from Dragon's Dream in Part Six, it's the most convoluted stand. It's not that. It's not that hard to understand. We're not gonna get into King Crimson, Dan. I know how much you want to, but we're not. No, no, I know, but it's not that hard to understand. <laughs> yeah. I dig it. It's I like his design. I, I don't know if I like his design. He looks a bit like a, you know, like one of those hams you get wrapped up. You know, with the crisscross. But you know. Yeah. I, yeah, and his second ability as well. Yeah. Should I just like give like a sentence of what it is? You know, yeah, like basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King Crimson has the ability to skip time, mm -hmm. meaning that he uh, he's the only person. The time continues, that where he's the only person who is conscious throughout this time. Yeah. He becomes um, but... invincible. But but then the time but then the time didn't happen. That's the key thing. So the the ten yeah, seconds nobody, that he skips. No, it did happen, but nobody is aware of yeah. it, that it happened. Yeah. And so <laughs> to everyone, time skips. And the one thing, <laughs> the one thing is, I don't, I I think the dub says it better, and that it doesn't say that he skips time. It says that he erases time, and I think that actually put it better for me in my head. So I was like, oh damn, that actually makes more sense. No, like, actually no, they 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 do say like. He does say King Crimson erased time and let past it. Yeah. That's what they say. That's what the subtitles say, but I say skipped. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people say skipped as well. Yeah. And then his second ability, Epitaph. Oh! <laughs> the screeching baby head. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Ten seconds. They're the, the perfect future, combination. Which it's perfect because he is invincible during this time. Yeah. And during the time that he skips, he can see your movements in this skip time so he's always ahead yeah but it can only go for a few seconds and i love how they counter that mm -hmm. it's perfect okay because it isn't in yeah it isn't it, it's amazing it's it's powerful but there is a there is a, an easy counter to it yeah yes which one character goes through it yeah all right second one six pistols gotta be of course <laughs> be. yeah yeah we talked yeah you talked amazing. about that and it's great about it and Third one, I would say. Um, hmm. probably Grateful Dead, just because of like the power it yeah. has. Cool, fair it enough. Maybe shorter range than what's her? Yeah, fair. I just said fair enough, you know. Yeah, no, it's yeah, pretty cool stuff. I just dig it. Yeah, it ages people completely, and you can change it based on their like. Uh, like their age or like gender. Yeah. I dig that. And all and the best part is, he doesn't get properly. I I think he gets affected by it, but only by a smaller amount. Yeah. Like, won't kill him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, That's true. Yeah. And another great amazing part, he can age himself 
to blend in. Yeah. Which he does so, and then get his age back, like just in an instant. And I love that. It's 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 amazing. I just I just dig it. Yeah. And like the fight that he uses it in with like the train scene, where like they're trapped in there. It's oh, it's it's great. I love it. Yeah. Alright, yeah. yours. Um, I gotta say, Metallica. Um, oh yeah. Risotto yeah. stand. It's a magnet stand. Can sort of. Well, it's more of an iron stand. It sort of manipulates the iron in your blood, I think. I didn't really understand it, to be honest, but I just thought it was really cool. It, it can control the iron anywhere. Yeah. On the ground, in the air, not many, not much of that, though. Yeah. But mostly in your body, which he yeah. uses to kill, which he uses to assassinate people. Yeah. And um, he, he uses iron filings. He, like, covers himself with iron filings, so he's invisible. And they, like, reflect off the light. It's, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. So cool. Which I, makes sense as well. Yeah, exactly. It would work. I love it. I love I love risotto in general. And I I'm, I'm annoyed that I didn't think of him sooner. Super edgy. Yeah, super. Everybody wears that edge. Yeah, he 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 has risotto Nero. Like he has a hat and he has like he has, he has like bells on the hat and each bell spells out a letter of his name. It's so yeah, cool. Yeah, he just has risotto on the bells. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. Um and like, then, I yeah. The R and the O on the opposite side. I was like, wait, does that say risotto? Yeah. And I saw like a behind. And I was like, oh my god, it does. <laughs> um, second favorite, I would say Black Sabbath. Oh, yeah. Oh, another yeah. another edgy one, but oh, I yeah. like it. It can it can go through shadows. Uh, it can move through shadows. Very the cool. The only way it can move. Remember that. Yeah, the yeah. The only way it can move. It has the stand oh, arrow oh. in its mouth, which I find really funny. Um. And I just love its design as well. It's got like the massive big hat and the cloak, and it's got like this. It has, like, rings. Yeah, yeah, and it has like this bug, buggy skeletal face thing. It looks really cool. Yeah. Um, and for number three, uh, I gotta say Moody Blues, a Bakio stand. Oh yeah. I love that stand. Um, it can replay a person's actions from a certain amount of time. So, the, so Moody Blues turns into that person and then reenacts what they were doing. Um, I really like how it's used. It's not really used enough, in my opinion. But he is the focal point. Like, he's the essential one because they have to... Um, he has to change into the boss so they know what the boss looks like. Because um, nobody's seen his face. Yeah, because nobody's seen the boss's nobody face. Nobody knows who he is. Um, and I really like his base design. It's like shimmering sort of purpley blue metallic things very smooth he is thick he's got he got the wagon as well which is always good mm. um and he's got a massive clock in his forehead yeah yeah exactly i really like it um yeah and his theme is amazing as well whenever he uses it oh, the yeah. theme is brilliant it, oh yeah the themes we even talk about the themes oh we'll talk I, about that yeah like, on another time. yeah i know i didn't want to get too deep into the soundtrack because i know that could have been its own episode <laughs> Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And with that, I think we'll say Arriva Derchi to part five. And uh, that's it for the anime bit of our JoJo episode. So we're going to move straight on to the video games. JoJo has had three major console releases over the years. Console? Well, one of them was an arcade that was then ported to a console. Um,. And there's a there's another arcade game which I think is out in Japan now. It's like a battle royale game. I don't know too much about it, yes. but it, it looks all right. That is exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's weird to me because it's like a battle royale, but you only get like ten characters, 
which I think is a bit strange, but yeah. Yeah, but each, each character has their own specific ability, and I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It looks okay, and I hope it comes to the West at some point. Um, Hopefully. Yeah. So our first one we're going to be talking about is the 90s arcade game, which was then ported over to, I think, PS1. Uh, JoJo Heritage to the Future, or Heritage of the Future. Um, this is the best one. <laughs> Yeah. Without a doubt. It's so, it's so cool. Yeah. It's amazing. Power. Yeah. Um, it's you get... We've actually played this one. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. We, we played it quite frequently until the emulation site that we used it on got shut down. Rip Fight Cade. But then, but it's, compatible. it's not as good. <laughs> um, I know. Yeah. You know. At least it came back. Yeah, at least it came back. Yeah. Heritage to the Future is a part three game. All of the JoJo games are fighting games. This is the only 2D fighting game. The truly, the only truly 2D fighting game, I should say. Yeah. Um, you use part three characters, then you can get Young Joseph as DLC. Um, no, he's by not. Input, he, by inputting a code. Yeah, he's a secret. He's a secret character. He's not. You get like a second page of characters. Yeah. As like secret characters. And they're all top tiers. <laughs> um, uh, Khan, though. Apart from Khan, yeah, apart from Khan. <laughs> but he's eat always great. Yeah. All of the characters are really unique. Yeah, it's just, it plays sort of like your standard Street Fighter clone, except you know you have an individual ability, you have stand abilities. Um, some are passive and some are active. I actually like that. Some, yeah. Some you just like throw out, but others that like, are always out, others you actually have to pull out and then you can do stuff with it. Yeah. But then like, you can break like the stand bar, which is pretty much like a stun. Yeah. But it doesn't stun them enough yeah so they, like, exactly no time to punish it you yeah. know yeah it's it's not so it's like, if you're playing at a, if you're playing at a high level some of the combos are absolutely brilliant that you can pull off um oh yeah have you seen the Dio ones? yeah yeah um some characters are more combo heavy than others cough cough jotaro has one combo <laughs> just like he does in the anime <laughs> yeah um i main whole horse um, because you can literally just control where his bullets go. Um, yep. I also main a little he's bit of... Yeah, he's very high tier. I also main a little bit of evil Polnareff. Um, but I'm still working on his combos. So yeah, Heritage of the Future. There is a story mode. Um, Which is part three. Yeah, I actually think it. If it. Isn't it part three, but through different characters' perspectives? Yeah, and I like it. And it's not too long as well. Because like, you got to get in. You got to think that it's an arcade game. So the story is only about like fifteen minutes long if you one hundred percent complete it. Yeah, I think I did it. I think I did it once. It just took me like twenty minutes. Yeah, exactly. It's just a bit fun. Really. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Um, yeah, it goes through part three through different characters' eyes, which I, I really like it. Yeah. It's sort of like oh, the Kill yeah. la Kill game, which came out a few years ago, where it goes through oh, the yeah, story through different. I need to read that loads. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah. Oh, um, and then Mason said his main. I main Mariah. I know you made Mariah. Dan. Yeah, Dan plays an annoying Mariah, <laughs> but no, she's—it's not your fault. She is a, she is a um, a trapper character, which I personally don't like in games. But you know, she's low tier. She is very. I love, but I love low tier. So they make it just give you so. Yeah. It makes you feel so good after you win. It's like oh, I have to work extra hard for yeah. my win. Yeah. <laughs> and I just play whole horse. Oh. Where... <laughs> where you could literally just walk yeah game. you could walk to one side of the map and spam his stand ability which is the gun and um it's unlikely that they're gonna get you and his super is literally just a a barrage of, of bullets and then there's the hangman one but nobody ever goes for that 
Because the, the barrage is just... The barrage is much safer, though. Have you not seen, like, the double, like, super into super? Because it works? Because you can, like, I stun think so. them with, like, the glass. Yeah, oh. It works. Yeah, his stun game as well. Jeez. Yes. Then you have a, a super dumb like, character, like Pet Shop. Oh, yeah. It's, that's the one thing I will fault the game for. It yeah. has a glaring top tier. Yeah, Pet Shop is, is stupid. He's banned in tournaments for good reason. Pet yeah, Shop is the only character that can fly. Pet Shop is the only flying character, and you literally just hold up like, to fly. Enough said. Enough said. Yeah. Enough said. I've seen way. I've seen so many matches where, yeah, I've seen. I've seen so many matches where Pet Shop just hits the character once and then goes up and times them out, because because you just can't hit him when he's up in the air, um, and it's it's so annoying to play. It's yeah. not like Smash. There's no like upwards attacks. There's, yeah. Because it's a fight. Cause you have to jump. The one, him. the one thing, the one person that can reach him. One is Whole Horse because you can direct the bullets to him, but then <laughs> Pet Shop can just dodge them, um, or block them. Yeah. Just stop yeah. Um, or Jotaro because Jotaro has a float jump, but again, that's just not really a solution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's just, oh, yeah. It's pet. Other than that, that though, as long as they don't play Pet Shop, the game is really fun. The game is really, each character has their own gimmick, and it and each character is really fun with it. Like Alessi, yeah, Alessi like, turns the character into a younger version of themselves, where they can where they can only like punch and jump. Um, and I really I really like that. Um, yeah. yeah, and um, I love when I was when I'm playing Mariah, like the power I have, where I just walk up to someone and just surround myself. Yeah, with like the goddamn. Um, so pretty much, um, she puts out the that 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 plug socket. And if you touch it, she gains a level. And with each level, I believe capping at five, her damage output with her yeah. abilities gets stronger. Sure does. I love that gimmick. Yeah, I do as so well. once you get the levels, pretty sure after you do a super, they go down. But only after you do a super. Yeah. So they, they stay over rounds. Yeah. I dig that. And I thought that was a great gimmick. For a while, I like it so much because you can have that power. Of, like, this yeah. is my area now. Exactly, yeah. And, yeah. Heritage, great game. Great game. Very good we're game. Pro we're probably going to say less about the next two. <laughs> the next one is not as good as Heritage, but I still enjoy it. I still think, yeah, it's, yeah. I still think it's pretty good. It's 2.5D. Um, closest we'll get to, like, a, like a 2.5D proper JoJo game. Yeah, so... There's like a button where you can move to different parts of the stage. You like jump around in a circle, sort of like the um, the Wii and. Um... No, it's te Tekken. Did yeah, you, yeah, you like Tekken. Yeah, you can, like Tekken. Like, there you the go. Stage. There you go. Just, just rotate around the stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. All Star Battle um, has all parts, uh, one to eight, mm. because it was released on the PlayStation Three, I believe, in two thousand and seven yeah. or eight or maybe nine. Don't quote me on that um yeah yeah it is on ps3 um there is an official mobile port in japan but it obviously it runs like garbage mobile <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah um and one my mouth. <laughs> once again each character has their own ability but the main selling point is that there are loads of characters in this there are like 30 i think something like that 32 maybe um and yeah the stands don't really show through as much as they do in heritage they don't feel different enough 
Um, mainly because you're just in an arena. Like, there's nothing really to do in... It feels like they tried to make a 3D JoJo game, but there's not really that much to do with it. It's because you're not in an open arena. You're just in, like, this circle with an environment around you. And I think the only one with stage hazards is the Joestar Mansion, which progressively, like, gets more and more on fire the more you fight. Um, so in the end... But it's terrible, because by the end of the fight, both players are just taking damage from the fire because it's on the stage, and you can't can't get away from it. It's just stupid. Um yeah. Yeah, but some of the characters, you know, the characters that were in Heritage, it's, fun, though. it's pretty fun. Yeah, I, I, I quite like it. Um, I've played a little bit of it, not as much as the other two games. Um, and it is sort of the outlier when people talk about JoJo games. It's the one that nobody really talks about. Yeah. For good reason. It's the one you skip. Yeah, it's the one you skip, and that's understandable because Heritage is good on mechanics, and Eyes of Heaven, which is the next one we'll talk about, just has yeah. more. Yeah, it's just all fan service. It has pretty much any character you can think of in it. Um, and yeah, there's really not much to say about All Star Battle. Really, it's your generic, yeah, it's, it's your generic Tekken clone. Ex- yep. Yeah, they but with JoJo characters. On pretty much heritage, but I think they went in the wrong direction. Yes, I I agree. To, keep it like just stay two and a half D. Don't add a Z axis. Yeah. And try and just. Just keep that like the similarity. Just keep just keep in what made Heritage so good. Yeah, I think they I think they did miss the mark. I think they missed the mark on on yeah. All Star Battle, which is a shame. Um, yeah. Because but Eyes of Heaven completely went like on a completely different. Yeah, scale. Eyes of Heaven is completely three D open arena fighter. Yeah. Um. 2v2 this time. The The other two games are 1v1. This is 2v2. But you can't switch to your second character. So it's one character. So you play as a character. And then there's an AI who also plays as a character. But you can't switch. Um, and then you fight two AIs. There is no local multiplayer. Despite it being a 2v2 game. Which I find weird. There is online multiplayer. Um, this is also for PS3. There is a PS4 version. But nobody bought it. Because... Uh, there's pretty much no difference in performance. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't hate this game. I know a lot of people do. I don't. Yeah, I don't hate it. I dig it because of its fan service. Yeah. It's 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 like it's what the fans need for fan service. Yeah. But the amazingness of the fan service just doesn't add like doesn't help it with the lack of like quality of game. Yeah, it's bogged down by the fact that the gameplay is absolute garbage. Jeez, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. It's really oh, hard to play. Get yeah. Yeah, you can get you can get Yeah, you can get bongoed between the two AIs um and just die because there's not like really there's not an escape button, there's no combo break like there is in games like Guilty, Guilty Gear. Um it's really yeah, it's it it punishes you if you make a mistake, and I guess they were trying to go for a more competitive angle with this, because it does encourage the use of combos. But like you say, the combos are really really scarce, and the few characters that do have good combos, they're really high level and different, like convoluted. Um, I don't know. I like Kakyoin and Joseph in this game because they can Spider Man around the map, like um, Hierophant Green and Hermit oh, yeah, Purple. 
yeah, Hierophant Green and Hermit Purple have like grappling hook properties, which I which I just love grappling hooks in games, and I I, I have fun not fighting and just zipping around the map. Um, <laughs> but yeah, again in this, I I also play Whole Horse in this um, because I like he has a good setup because he like throws water on the ground and then later on you could get the hangman to come out of the water and trap the opponent when they step into the puddle so it's a good little um trapping play which i actually really like um again you have his gun so you like you tap r1 and he shoots a bullet and then you tap r1 again and it like hones in on the target (laughs) which i think is op but you know mariah is still bottom tier i'm sorry dan she is it doesn't help even more that it's on a third, like a 3D plane to yeah. walk around it. Yeah, exactly. She's like, even worse. Like, just jump over it. Yeah. No, it is. You can just walk around it. She is even worse than she is in Heritage in this. She's, uh, I think she's the only... Shame. On the, on the, um, the Fightcade tier list, which is like the most well-respected one, I think she's the only G-tier character. Ooh, that's gonna hurt. That, that kind of hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pet Shop is not as broken as he is in this game. Oh my god. Because there are hard counters to him. He can still fly up to the map limit, but there are hard counters to him now because of 3D. Like, uh, Jotaro can aim his Starfinger, and uh, Whole Horse can hone his guns, uh, stuff yeah. like that. Kakyoin can aim his Emerald Splash, all that stuff. So, yeah. Pet Shop can be counted. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And there is a lock-on button, which is good, because most of the attacks are really precise for some reason. <laughs> and they have really, really small hitboxes if you're off by a millimetre. Um, there's also a cool sort of fight Dragon Ball Fighters esque dash button where you press it and you just like sort of sprint straight up to your opponent and like touch noses with them. Oh yeah, it, it, it yeah it stuns them and then that's when like you can start combos. Yeah, yeah. I, I dig it for the I fan service. I, you know, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good mechanic to have in a game like this where like you've gotta like just rush in there. And yeah. Like get your distance when you can. You know yeah. I mean? And there's a yeah, surprising yeah. variety of stages as well. I like the stages in this game. They're all well designed, in my opinion. Yeah. Like the Mario. It's just a shame it was a 3D. Yeah, exactly. Like Mario from Part 4 uh, looked really good. <laughs> That's my, probably my favourite. Um, and it has stage and it has like, and it has like stage morph as well. Yeah, like. You um, stages yeah, you could get the. Yeah, the Part 6 Gravity Cape Canaveral. You can get um, the train station from Part 5 where. Um, uh, I forgot his name already. Prosciutto is walking around, and if you if you get in his area of effect, you start to turn old and get really slow. So that's pretty fun. That's cool. And then there's the Colosseum where Silver Chariot Requiem is walking around, yeah. and if you get into his range, you fall asleep, oh, which cool. is so OP. <laughs> so you could just hit your opponent into the range and then reset the combo. Yeah. Um, that's perfect. Eyes of Heaven, yeah. flawed I mean... but fun. It, yeah. I mean, I could compare it to you Dragon. It yeah, I could compare it to, to Dragon Ball Xenoverse because they are pretty much the same game. Um, flawed 3D yeah. fighter. You only play it for the fan service. That's pretty much it, really. Yeah. And um, hopefully, I know a lot of people. We're not the only ones who want this. It's not. This is just speculation and rumors and hopes and all that. There's nothing confirmed. What we need an Arc System Works JoJo game. Oh, Everyone yeah. wants this. All the JoJo fans want this. And it would be amazing. Arc, well. Arc System well. Works, makers of like, Guilty Gear and Dragon Ball Fighters, two of the best fighting games, like what two of the best anime fighting games at least, out there. Uh, and I do they, the they do they do Grand Blue? I don't know. Uh, 
No, no. I, may, I don't know. I can't remember. Actually. Yeah, I can't remember either. I have it. So let me just check. Grand Blue Fantasy. It's... I know they do Undernight in Birth, which is also good. Oh, yeah. I have that. I've played that as well. Yeah, I have that also. Yeah, it is cool. Um, Yeah. So no, none of the JoJo games are bad. None of them are... Well, I... Uh, it's it is, yeah. It is yeah, I thought it was, yeah. 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 Um, none of them are bad. Uh, Heritage of the Future is, is definitely the best, by quite a large margin. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you ever want to just download Fightcade and hop on, there's still a pretty thriving player base on the online. A lot of people still play it. Yeah, um, definitely check it out. Please... But do make do make sure that you tell people you're new because you'll just get matched with like an elite player who'll just completely obliterate you oh, yeah. with his whole horse combos. <laughs> because whole horse is probably the most played, I think. Shadow Dio. Shadow Dio, yeah. I forgot about Shadow Dio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I do not like Shadow Dio in that game. Anyway. That brings us to the end of the JoJo segment of our special JoJo episode. We hope you enjoyed this sort of deep dive. Let us know if you enjoy if you enjoy this format where we just cover one topic in depth, and let us know if you have any suggestions for what our next topic should be. Doesn't have to be an anime. Doesn't even have to be a series. It can just be literally any topic you want us to go in depth on. You could just 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 throw it out there. It could be movies, comics, whatever. It doesn't even have to be anything like that. It could just be some random thing. Throw it. Up. We'll be able to prolong it for two hours don't worry yeah <laughs> um throw it throw it our way and we're getting on to our second uh topic we're not going to spend as much time on this one the game awards 2020 <laughs> um yes. i've been hearing a lot of things thrown around about this show uh rigged um <laughs> disaster travesty are a few of them obviously we're not going to comment on all of that no, we are a completely unbiased, yeah. and neutral. Um, what's the word? Source. Source. Yeah, we Source. have no, we have no opinion on whether or not The Last of Us Two should have won twenty three out of the twenty four awards it was nominated for. We have no opinion on that at all. No, no, no. no, no. Um, so I thought um, instead of going through every award because everyone's done that. Um, just look up someone else's video, or even better yet, go and watch the awards ceremony if you want to look at every single winner. We're just going to look at the big five. So that is obviously game of the year. We have best performance in a video game, best game direction, best art direction, and best narrative experience. And we're just going to go through who actually won. Spoilers, all but one is The Last of Us. Um, and who we think deserved it. Obviously, this is all our opinion. We're not enforcing these views on you. Uh, these are just what we think. So let's just start off with the big boy. Game of the year. Nominees were Last of Us Part 2, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, and Hades. Um, obviously, Last of Us 2 won Game of the Year. Um, my personal pick for Game of the Year... I knew it was never going to win. I knew it wasn't going to get the award. But I wanted it anyway because it is in my opinion. Me, I've played all of these games except for Doom Eternal. Which I've just finished Doom 2016 and I can't wait to get on to Eternal. Um, yeah, I can't wait. 
Uh, Doom 2016 is great. Highly recommend to anyone who hasn't played it. It's on sale now on Steam. So is Doom Eternal. Um, yeah. So Last of Us 2-1. I thought the game should have been Animal Crossing. Um, not because I'm a Nintendo fanboy, like most of the other people who thought it should win. Quite the opposite, actually. I just think Animal Crossing is a really, really well-made game that you can tell the effort that has been put into making it. Like, you have the... You, you could... It, it's it's my favourite sandbox. I can't really say anything about it. Um, obviously, we're not going to dwell too long on each award. I just think it should have been that because of the care put into it. What about you, Dan? Yeah. Plain and simple. Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake. I know it's nice. a remake. Don't care. They changed it enough. Yeah, I, no, I agree, yeah. The uh, official uh, policy is that it's a remake, not a remaster, so it counts. It's its own game now. Which yeah. it is. Yeah. Which it is. And I'm like, full, I, I'm like so for it. It's yeah. big stuff. I love how it looks and yeah. the banter, everything. Episode yeah. 2, when? <laughs> we don't know. I mean, we've got Sephiroth. So we'll get there. we'll get to we'll get to Sephiroth. Don't worry about that. We'll also run through everything that was announced at the Game Awards in a sort of quick fire thing. Um, oh yeah, it better be quick. We've probably gone on for quite a while. Yeah, best performance. It was either Abby from The Last of Us Two, Ellie from The Last of Us Two, Jin Sak. Yeah, I know Jin Sakai in Ghost of Tsushima, Hades in Hades, and Miles Morales in Spider Man. Miles Morales. Uh. Abby from Last of Us 2 won, unfortunately. Um, I personally thought it should be Jin Sakai from Ghost of Tsushima. I think that Daisuke Tsuji, sorry for the pronunciation, I think his performance was top-notch in that game. I love that game. Um, and I think he, as the main character, was he just brought such an emotion to it, I think. like You could tell everything he was feeling every time he spoke, and I love him. Uh, what about you, Dan? I love Hades. I love Logan Cunningham. Yeah. His voice was perfect for that character. I love it. Yeah. Just plain and simple. He gives me he gives me God of War four Hades vibes with a uh, God of War yes. four Kratos rather not Hades. God of War four Kratos with the boy. Um, boy, I oh, I just love it. Yeah. I'm Moving on to best game direction. So, a lot of people are confused about this. Game direction is how the development of the game is managed. Like, how the employees are treated. So, the nominees were Last of Us 2, Final Fantasy 7, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and Half-Life Alex. Last of Us 2 won, and I think this was the one people were the most up in arms about. Because um, Cyberpunk 2077, which is finally out, was criticised for crunching the employees. So making them work like 12, 13 hour days, seven days a week. Um, when The Last of Us 2 is praised for it. Um, so I think that was the one people were the most angry about it. Um, I think it should have been Half-Life Alex Because Valve, Steam and Valve in general is just such a chill environment. It didn't used to be back in the day when they were making like Half-Life 2 and the episodes for that. But now it seems like a pretty chill place to work work with. Half-Life Alex was a game long in development because they took their time with it and they wanted to pull out something good and I like that. And it worked. <laughs> yeah, and it worked. It's a good game. What about you? Yeah. What about you, Dan? To be honest, I don't have much say. I don't really follow how 
you know, like yeah. the movies companies. But yeah. after what you said, I probably just agree with you half like Alex. Yeah. But I'm not really sure. Okay, that's fine. No, no worries. Um, best narrative. Yeah. Moving on. So again, we have Last of Us Two, Thirteen Sentinels, Igus Rim, uh, which is a anime game which I had never heard of until it was nominated. Like, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> and looking at gameplay, it looks really good, and I, I want to get it. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII remake. Ghost of Tsushima and Hades again. Um, for obviously Last of Us Part Two won. Um, yeah, I think for narrative, definitely Ghost of Tsushima was my pick. Um, because yeah, I think it's just a story-based game. I think the sto- I think without the story, it really would not have been uh, as good. Yeah. And I think that I think that people were uh, up in arms about this because of the game's journalists. Uh, blasting Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Tsushima when it came out because of its depiction of Mongols of the Mongol Empire as like this barbaric um, civilization, like this brutal civilization, and they were saying it was racist. But if you go back and look at the Mongol treatment of the Japanese, you'd see it's actually pretty on point um, historically. <laughs> it's just historically accurate. So I think that was the whole reason why Ghost of Tsushima didn't win, which I was really sad about. Um, and I think I know your answer, Dan. Yep, another story-based game. Yeah. FF7 remake. Yeah, Great. I get that. That's all. Very cool, Holy yeah. That's a close second for yeah. me as well. Uh, moving on to our last of the big five, best art direction. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, Last of Us Part Two, or Ori and, or Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, Ghost of Tsushima won this. This was the only... Yeah! <laughs> I stand corrected. Last of Us Two didn't w- didn't lose two of its awards. It uh, it didn't lose one of its awards. It lost two. This is one of them. Ghost of Tsushima wins, and I think personally that's the correct choice. Um, and if you just yeah. if you've looked at the game, you know that it's the correct choice. Yeah. It was really a shoe in. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. It, it was either that or for me, it was either that or Hades. Yeah. How like unique that style is. I think uh, yeah. I I would I would say Hades, but I'm only really a fan of the cutscenes in Hades. I don't really like the in-game stuff, like the in-game engine. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um. And if you want, if you want to look at all the other winners, go look it up online. We're not gonna run through all those because it would take too long. Um. Quick fire round all the announcements. We got Disco Elysium, the final cut. Unreal Engine, we- uh, Unreal Tournament weapons are coming to Warframe. Dragon Age Four got a cinematic. The Callisto Protocol was announced by the makers of Dead Space. That looks really good. Um, that looks really cool. It's uh, yeah, Open Roads, a mother-daughter adventure trip, uh, road trip game from Annapurna Interactive. Uh, looks pretty cool. Um, Crimson Desert from the developer of Black Desert Online looks absolutely brilliant. This massive open world sort of South Korean set story. We've got Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, which I personally didn't like, but I know a lot of people on social media likes it. Cyberpunk 2077 Starcar has come to Forza 4. Back for Blood by the creators of Left 4 Dead. It shares the same mechanics as Left 4 Dead. Got the same plot as Left 4 Dead, but it's not, um, but it's not a Left 4 Dead game. We will definitely be playing the alpha when it drops on the 15th of December. Yeah, definitely. Perfect Dark reboot. I'm super hyped for that. I used to play Perfect Dark to death when I was little. Um, Seasons, 
a PS5 game. We don't know much about it, apart from the fact that it's about exploring and recording disappearing cultures. Sounds pretty good to me. The gameplay we got looks pretty cool. Um, Final Fantasy VII's main villain Sephiroth joins Super Smash Bros. as uh, the next character on the Fighters Pass. This is the thing I took away from this Game Awards. I can't wait. I'm I'm pleased with this. I don't I don't think they could have done the better one. Like, yeah, the thing is, it's another anime swordsman, but it's Sephiroth. And yeah. for me, I can forgive the anime swordsman thing because of the character. I'm just happy it's not a Fire Emblem. I, can... I, 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 think fi I think anime swordsman and Smash is fine as long as it's not Fire Emblem, personally. Um, I guess. Also, like, Hero as well. Yeah, I, I'm fine with Hero. I'm fine with Hero. And also, Hero's well, different enough. True. Yeah. And this helps, because now we know the next one probably isn't going to be a, a Square Enix person. Yeah. Or, which, sorry, sorry for you Gino lovers, or... Um, a swordsman. So we'll probably get someone who uses their fists. Yeah. So I think I think we'll, we all know who I want to be in there. But um, uh, evil. Wants yeah. <laughs> evil Dead. The game has been announced. Evil Dead, the uh, 80s and 90s like cult classic horror satire, which I really like. That's getting a Dead by Daylight style game. I like that. Um, new Mass Effect trailer. We don't know much about that, but it looks sick. Among Us reveals a new map. The airship looks very big, looks very fun. Just Cause Mobile announced a third. I did not see that. <laughs> a thirty-person battle royale Just Cause game uh, uh. on mobile. It looks like trash. Just Cause Five. When I love Just Cause Three. Um, Arc Two. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Vin Diesel in Arc Two has been announced. Looks. It looks like I'll play it. I'll just leave it at that. Um, on, yeah. It was just a cinematic trailer. It yep. was, there was no gameplay. Yeah, well, I'm going to play it anyway. It's Vin Diesel. Um, Arc 2. Arc 2. Oddworld Soulstorm. This was announced at the uh, PS5 State of Play Showcase all the way back in, like, July or August. Uh, it's now moved its release date up to spring of 2021. It looks okay. We got some more gameplay at the Game Awards. Um, Super Meat Boy Forever. Uh, the new Super Meat Boy game comes to the Epic Game Store this month. Uh, I love Super Meat Boy, and I can't wait to play this one. Coming later this month. And, yep, that's just a really, really quick-fire round um, of what has been announced at the Game Awards. I'll put a full list down in the description, so go and check out any of those games if you're interested. We just don't have the time to go through them all in depth. Um, moving swiftly on uh, from the Game Awards, that's all we really had to say about that. If you wanted any other coverage, go to an official news outlet or just... No, don't go to an official news outlet because they're all rigged. Acor they're all according they're to social media, which is not our opinions, we're not enforcing them upon you, but according to literally everyone with a brain, it's all rigged. Um, uh, in terms of our pop culture news segment, our general news, uh, we got some JoJo news. <laughs> No, no part six, unfortunately, but uh, a trailer has come for the live action Rohan Kashibe OVA. Um, so we didn't go over them in uh, in the JoJo episode because neither of us have. Well, I've watched them, but I don't really like them. I don't think Dan has watched them, but um, there are a series of OVAs from part four that focus around Rohan. Um, 
And th there's going to be a live action one. With Rohan's voice actor as um, as as Rohan. He's playing Rohan. Um, I think this looks pretty good. Uh, personally. And, um, yeah. And we got some more Nintendo news. Blah. I know Ninten Nintendo have not stopped on their Reign of Terror. Um, not only have they banned a Smash Melee and a Splatoon 2 tournament, they have banned an, an a sale of unofficial Joy-Con skins dedicated to the extremely famous YouTuber and Twitch streamer Etika, who sadly took his own life earlier this year. Um, they these Joy Cons were Joy Con Boys, which was what which was Etika's sort of you know saying his clan whatever. Um, these were memorial Joy Cons. But because they were unofficial merchandise, Nintendo has sued the um, has sued the company, uh, sued the the people making them. One hundred percent of those proceeds from the Joy Cons went to Etika's family. So I think that was a uh, an awful move by Nintendo personally. Yeah. Um, on lighter news, yeah, uh, more gaming news. This is lighter news. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game remastered, has got a release date, January 14th, just around the corner. We have a month to wait until one of the best, like, most praised 3D, uh, 2D brawlers is coming back with updated graphics and more levels and more characters. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is one of my favourite films of all time. It's on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, go and check it out. The game is also brilliant, and everyone agrees it's got a very high rating, the original. Um, and it's re-releasing on PS5, on all consoles, PS5, PS4, Xbox, PC, Switch. It's coming, and get ready. I can't wait. Um, yeah. More. Game's cool. Yeah. Cool. Obviously Thursday, as well as the Game Awards, saw the official release date of Cyberpunk 2077. Finally, we'll talk about that next episode because neither of us have really played enough of the game to get the experience, because obviously it's such a long game. I've got about seven hours so far. I don't know how much you've got, Dan. I'm probably double that. Yeah, probably. but even that, I don't think is enough. You've done, yeah. I'm like far past that. Yeah, and even even that, I don't think is enough. No, it, it's very much the surface. Exactly, so we'll come back to you next week with a, with a review on that, um, when we've played a little bit more. Um, and, uh, gaming news, gaming news, um, Joseph Staten, Joseph Staten, who is the executive producer at 343 Industries, says that he has played through the Halo Infinite campaign twice and was stunned. Um, obviously he meant this in a positive way, but it doesn't really mean much coming from, you know, a guy who made the game. <laughs> um, so we'll have to see. I personally do not have high hopes and it is sad. Because I, I, I love yeah, I know you love Halo. I'm playing I through. I'm playing through Master. Yeah, I'm playing through Master Chief Collection right now, and I'm like, yeah, Halo's good. I don't have high hopes for this personally. We'll see how. Yeah, we'll see how it comes out. Uh, all the Master Chief news. <laughs> Master Master Chief has dropped. Uh, has dropped in Fortnite as a Fortnite skin on Friday. Um, he's available for a few hours now. Uh, at the time of release on Sunday, he'll be available for a few hours. Uh, grab him if you want. I personally like what they've done with his skin, and I like his um, I like his cosmetics. I think it's one of the best third-party skins they've done so far. Um, yeah, uh, Yakuza news. 
the Yakuza Ooh. 3, 4, 5, and 6 confirmed for a PC port early next year. So that'll probably be Jan January to March, and I can't wait to play Yakuza 5 because I've heard that's one of the good ones. Um, I just need to play all of the Yakuza games because they look really good. Yeah. I mean, even that, though, apparently, even that is not terrible. Um, anyway, more gaming news. Apparently, we've got our weekly Elden Ring update, which somehow has become a thing, despite me really not caring that much about the game. Um, really cool! It's a six-second trailer! It's <laughs> the greatest game of all time! It's, it got the award for it! It got the award for the most anticipated game, despite the fact that we only got a ten-second trailer. But apparently, apparently we've made it a segment, our weekly Elden Ring update. We shouldn't have to wait months and months for our next look at Elden Ring. That comes from an Xbox source, um, an, an anonymous one, so take it with a grain of salt. But I hope that it won't be months and months because I just want to see how it looks. <laughs> just please give us something, yep. like good or bad. It's I just the exact same graphics quality as like Skyrim, but just worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just give us something, good or bad. I don't care. Um, we got. We've got um, we've got a lot of film news, um, but we'll just take a little bit of a side note um, in our only piece of anime news this week. But it's it's huge. Funimation, the uh, dubbing and anime distribution company, which owns properties like Dragon Ball, My Hero Academia, One Punch Man, some of the most well known, um, owned by Sony is acquiring Crunchyroll for almost for almost two billion dollars. Um, so Crunchyroll is an anime streaming service for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, it's got the largest. It's got um nine. It's got ninety percent of all anime released from two thousand to two thousand and twenty. I think on there, um, including obviously anime from before that. Uh, that's getting bought by Funimation. And um, everyone has, uh, the general consensus here is say goodbye to subbed anime because Funimation is a dubbing company. They do not distribute Japanese products. They do not distribute Japanese anime. They do dub it themselves with varying degrees of success. And um, then they distribute it themselves. So it's it's both say goodbye to, to dubbed anime and say goodbye to cheap anime because um, Crunchyroll, I think, is like seven or eight pounds a month. Which is which is Netflix? It's Netflix for anime, um, which is a fair price considering the sheer volume of stuff that's on there. Um, yeah, that's a lot. Funimation is notoriously overpriced, and they notoriously release um, different bits of shows in different DVDs. So you have My Hero Academia, season two, which has twenty five episodes, and they release them in two DVDs, two separate DVDs, each at thirty pounds each. <laughs> So that's 60 quid to watch the worst season of one of the worst anime ever. Um, I think I'll pass, thanks. I'll just pay seven quid and watch like the first episode on Crunchyroll, then get bored and watch Ghost Stories dubbed because that is hilarious. Um, that, that, that dub also done by Funimation, might I add. Um, so... <laughs> If anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, go and look up the Ghost Stories dub. The opening slaps, but that's about it. 
<laughs> we'll have to see. I plan to cover this story as it breaks next week. I'm sure we'll get a lot more info next week about what's going to happen to Crunchyroll. Will it continue to operate as it is? Will it be absorbed to Funimation? We don't know yet. But it, cease to exist. it may cease to exist. We don't know because obviously, with that, with that nearly two billion dollars, um, Funimation has bought the rights to distribute every single anime that's on Crunchyroll right now. Um, has bought the rights to produce them in physical formats like DVDs and stuff. Has bought the rights to dub them. Has bought the rights to create merch based off them. It's just they now own ninety percent of all anime. Um, so great. They they did a good job on Dragon Ball, but that's pretty much the only thing that they, that that they, that they're known for that's good. Um, yeah, film news. We have quite a bit of film news. Um, this one leading on from a story that we uh, talked about last week, which um, was the revelation that Warner Brothers have decided to distribute all of their films on HBO Max rather than in cinemas due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Um, Christopher Nolan, uh, <laughs> I, I love this story personally, Christopher Nolan, director of Inception, Interstellar, Tenet, The Dark Knight Trilogy, uh, so one of the most well-known directors in Hollywood right now, certainly the most well-known modern director in Hollywood, um, has slammed this decision. He said, this makes no sense. Why would you release your films on the worst streaming service out there? <laughs> so he's he's out there firing shots. Um, Christopher Nolan. Yep, he's allowed to. He has, he has that power. He has the power, yeah. He, he definitely does. He made goddamn the Dark Knight trilogy. Of yeah. course, he has that power. De- definitely, and I think he's just annoyed because uh, all of his films are published by Warner Bros. and they will be on HBO Max. And if he doesn't like HBO Max, then you know he's sort of in a bad position. And he says it makes no sense. He's one of the many uh, Hollywood directors that are big advocates of the cinema industry, and they want cinemas to see some support during this pandemic, and they don't want them to shut down. And obviously, this move is going in direct contrast to that. So, makes sense why he would be so angry. Um, some Spider-Man three news. Um, the, we're getting closer to Spider-Man three. There's still no release date, but the hype is building. The hype is steadily building. Um, it's been confirmed that Spider-Man 3 will be connected to Doctor Strange 2. Doctor Strange 2 being Multiverse of Madness. Um, where it will introduce the concept of a multiverse to the MCU. And if it's linked to a multiverse, everyone has said the same thing. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to come back. I also think that's what's going to happen in Spider-Man 3. Um... I think it's going to be all three of them in the same movie. And this was later later in the week. This was supported by the fact that Alfred Molina has been cast in Spider-Man 3 in an as uh, in in Spider-Man 3 as the same character that he was in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2, that being Dr. Octopus. So Doc oh Doc Ock from Tobey Maguire's franchise, is returning to Tom Holland's Spider-Man 3, and I think that pretty much confirms that the two universes are going to collide, in my opinion. At least Tobey Maguire's in it, then. Yeah. Um, new, uh, it was a big week for announcements for both Marvel and Star Wars. 
Star Wars has announced a bunch of new shows because The Mandalorian was successful, so now every single Star Wars character has their own show. Um, the, the two that I'm really going to focus on is uh, Star Wars Visions, which is sort of a Love, Death and Robots-esque anime anthology so every episode is 10 minutes and every episode is its own story and each episode is in an anime style um i think it could work i think star wars is one of the few companies uh, the few franchises that could benefit from uh, an anime uh, because because there are some like some cool samurai archetypes um sort of thing i feel like it i feel like it'd be good um also uh the kenobi series oh yeah Starring Ewan McGregor, obviously, as oh, Obi-Wan, yeah. as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, it's been confirmed that Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi will have a rematch in this series. Oh. And it's also oh. been confirmed that Hayden Christensen, Anakin's actor from the prequels, will return as Darth Vader. Yes. Oh, oh God, the... The, yeah, the shows are turning out to be so much better than the movies in terms of Star Wars. Mandalorian is absolutely amazing. Um, Visions looks good. For, yeah. Um, Visions looks good. Um, there's been a few screenshots for Visions. They're, it looks really good. The art styles at least look cool. Kenobi, there's really not much known about it apart from that fact that I just told you. So, And I hope it looks good because Ewan McGregor was the only good part about the prequels. His part as Obi-Wan. Uh, the only good. Darth Maul. Okay, Darth Maul. Darth Maul is pretty cool. I'll give I'll give you that. <laughs> and and uh, uh, um, what's he called? The other villain. Oh um. Grievous. Yeah, Grievous. Although he was technically in the Clone Wars beforehand, so you can't really I say know, that. But yeah. Um, and in terms of Marvel, Marvel has uh, got a new trailer for the Loki show. That looks pretty cool. Loki show. <laughs> the Loki show. No, it looks pretty funny. Uh, I like Loki as a character. Um, he's he's still being played by Tom Hiddleston, which is good. Um, Wonder Vision. Um, so the Wonder and the Wonder and uh, Vision sitcom, uh, horror esque sitcom, is got a got a trailer. It's like from the looks of things. Like, obviously there have been no plot reveals and the trailer kept things very mysterious. It looks like they're sort of trapped in a sitcom. Um, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it looks it looks weird. It looks pretty dark, actually. I don't know. We'll have to see when it comes out. Um, I like the vision. I think he's cool. Uh, I like Scarlet Witch as well. Um, <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and um, there's been a, a trailer for What If which is a Marvel animated series, which looks like absolute garbage. <laughs> and it's basically, it's it's another animated anthology where, and it's like the MCU, but like different things change in the timeline. So like the, the story goes off in different ways and they're all presented in episodes. There's one where Captain America's girlfriend becomes Captain Britain because she's British. Um, what? Yeah, there's one where Doctor Strange... Uh, there's one, like, there's, like, an alternate origin story for Doctor Strange. There's some Spider-Man stuff. It looks interesting, but I'm just really, really not a fan of the art style. It looks disgusting. Um, yeah, and I think one more bit of funny news, I guess, gaming news. Medal of Honor uh, VR 
has been review bombed on Steam. It released on Friday. It's been review bombed on Steam because of its needlessly high system requirements. Obviously, you need a VR to play it. Um, which, is, which is already quite uh, yeah. somewhat demanding. That is, yeah. So, in order to run, a, I think an Oculus, in order to run it, you need a fairly mid range PC already. Um, but to play this game on VR, this is the minimum setting, by the way. To even open up the game, you need 32 gig of RAM and a 2080 Ti <laughs> graphics card to open the game. You need a thir- you need a 3090 to meet the recommended, and <laughs> people are saying, but but Medal of Honor, the game looks trash. The the it looks terrible, and um, it's getting review bombed on Steam. Apparently, the game itself is actually apparently the game itself is actually okay, but it's got such a high ceiling for no reason. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, and that does it for the news, so that'll do it for the episode. Episode 5 of the Weeb Couch. We hope you have enjoyed this special JoJo slash Game Awards episode. Um, we won't be doing two topics every five episodes. We just did it this time because the Game Awards is quite a significant uh, event in gaming, you know. Um, join us next week for a more standard episode. Doesn't make it any less good, though. Your standard dose of greatness. Um, where we'll run through all the, the releases of the week. Um, we'll, we'll give you the weekly update on everything that's happening in the pop culture world. And um, again, like and subscribe the video. You already know this. Leave a comment. Tell us what you want us to cover. We'll take any and all suggestions. Um, yeah. Big hype for Seraphoth Seraphon there in Smash. Sephiroth. Sephiroth. I can never get his name right. Um, <laughs> big hype for him and Smash. Can't wait for the gameplay reveal, which I think is on the 17th. 17, 17, so we will yeah. definitely cover that um, in oh, our... Yeah, in our... on the um, Thursday. We'll plenty of time to yeah, exactly. We'll definitely yeah. cover that on the next episode, so stay tuned for that. And until then, have a great week. Dan, unless you have anything else to say. Um, new cover art is coming next month. Coming soon. Be the next one. I can promise you that. New cover art next one. And I'm very hyped. That's all I gotta say, really. Yeah. Other than if you didn't enjoy this episode, what are you gonna do about it? Punk. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Say to my face, oh wait, you can't. <laughs> We're hiding behind a screen. What can you do? That, that is all. <laughs> yep, obviously, Dan, Dan creates the cover arts for these episodes. We'll have one every five episodes amazing his art instagram is down in the description as is the official instagram of the podcast so go give that a follow go and dm us if you have any uh, requests um and yeah we hope that you've enjoyed this episode if you haven't heard of jojo's hopefully that's a little bit of a rundown um it's a good show parts one two and three are on netflix uh the rest is on crunchyroll um and good luck yeah, good luck, yeah. we'll see if it's still on crunchyroll um in a few weeks time <laughs> Or if it's all just dubbed now. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah, until next week, have a good one and we'll see you soon.